in five, four, three, two, one. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. You got the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your hubbubber. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited to feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos and motor hits, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. All right, there we go. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. It is Friday, November 17th. We're coming to you, as always, from the University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in sunny Louisville, Kentucky. College fans, if you want your MBA and want to have it in just 12 months and you want to feel like you're being paid to do so in the process via competitive internships, there's only one place to go. It's the UofL College of Business. Visit business.louisville.edu today to begin your journey. We're on the air today from 3.05 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know us better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey here with you on a pregame Friday, the best shows of the week as we get you ready for the big game ahead. The cards taking on Miami about 24 hours from now. We'll have a pretty good idea of how things are going. We'll be nearing either a Cardinal victory that locks up a trip to the ACC championship game or a defeat that leaves us uh, with some questions. Hopefully, it'll be the former. We'll talk about that today for six uh, for three hours, I should say. Six hours would be a little bit overkill, but three hours is fine. Had it, Mike struggles there. We thought the red mic might not work, and sure enough, it didn't. But it's okay, because i got something in just a second that's going to fix the vibes that were thrown off there at the beginning. Before we do that, though, got to say hi to the big guy, TK. Trevor Kelsey, how are you on this fine, fine Friday afternoon? It's rainy. It is rainy. I don't like it. Sunny in my heart, though. It is sunny in my heart. I woke up in a good mood, and I walked outside, and I was like, wait, it's rainy. I, was like, I, I woke up not feeling in a rain mood. I woke up feeling in like a sunshine mood. Was that like 45 minutes ago? It was like 2 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I was having really good dreams last night. I... I, I don't want to know. No, not that kind of dream. I still don't want to know. No, I had this really weird dream where I was working in Circuit City, and then I got this, <laughs> I got in an argument with a guy over who was the better college basketball player, Allen Iverson or Chris Jackson. This is incredible. Like, and this was my dream. And like, I, then I woke up and I had to pee. And I was like, oh damn it! And I like, I went back to bed and I was like, see if I can get. The, and I got back into my dream, which is like very rare to do. These are the things that you think about. I don't know why. It's fine. I, mean, I, I haven't thought about Chris Jackson and Allen Iverson in forever. And then why am I working at Circuit City? I never worked at Circuit City. <laughs> <laughs> of all the places that you never worked, I can't believe that Circuit City was, like, was one of them. I was like, I was in the, yeah. I was like, dude, you want to buy a VCR? He's like, Allen Iverson. I was like, no, Chris Jackson. I was on Chris Jackson's side. I, I don't know what to say to this. <laughs> Who I, do you pick? What side are you on? Allen Iverson. <laughs> you would. I mean, yeah, he's clearly the better player. Oh, in college? No, Chris Jackson was better. I mean, I don't even remember Chris Jackson in college. That's, that's your fault. Yeah. Not mine. Anyways. That's your dad. He'll tell you. 
Well, April. Hey, but Chris Jackson would line up Allen Iverson's trophies and pee all over them. How do we get off on this start? How, how do I let you do this? I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know what, what happens to the show sometimes when we get going. People have already like, well, they're probably talking about football on a different show. <laughs> Let's check over there. No, but here's we we have to. There's only one way to start this, and you don't even know this. I don't think you had a chance to see. Probably not, unless it's about Joe Burrow. Not about Joe Burrow. I did see that coming okay, in. So okay, that Joe Burrow is officially out for the season. Yeah, which sucks. are the Reds about to have a better season than the Bengals? Ooh, I think probably so. It could, I mean, yeah. The Bengals are about to be. I don't know what the rest of the schedule looks like, but no, no offense to Mr. Browning. Certainly a more fulfilling yeah. season, it's I not think, than, be the, than the Bengals. The one positive is if you're a Bengals fan, you're like, okay, well, we're going to win in like five or six games. We might have a good draft pick to add to a healthy Burrow next year. Yeah. Maybe somebody to replace T. Higgins who we're going to lose. That's true. Anyways, props to the, the Ravens. Lamar Jackson balled out last night. I know it was, it was rough for the Bengals. I mean, we, I mean, the Ravens also. Andrews gets hurt early. Jackson gets hurt early. Comes back. Plays well. Andrews um, out for the year. Yeah, which sucks. I, I hate that for Lamar because they look like they – I think this is his best team. Since he's been there, they've had some good teams. I think this is his best chance to actually do something in the playoffs, and not having Mark Andrews is a huge blow for them, but not as big of a blow as the Bengals took with Joe Burrow. No, no, yeah, it's, it's close too, though. So maybe last night lost Dobbins and, and Andrews. So I mean, it's your two top two offensive weapons. But here's what, what I want to get into. So the, the vibes kind of got thrown off there with the the mic not working at the beginning of the show, a little disjointed opening, but the vibes are right because so I walk in and Debbie is like, somebody dropped off posters for you. They're in that first chair to the left. So I come Ooh, in, okay, and you haven't even seen these. No, she she opened the door for me, but she didn't tell me about posters. There's a mysterious hero. I thought maybe this was Ross. I don't think it is. But it just, somebody attached this note and says, even though Trevor was a douche to me yesterday on the text line, <laughs> I'm still donating these posters to you all. The vibes need to be fixed for basketball, and this is all I can think of to do. You're welcome, Trevor. Uh, all caps with the Tyler, I'm assuming, pronunciation. Seriously, you all are great, Tyler. and I look forward to listening every okay. day. Make a good home for these, as I've clearly had them for a while. Viva la Big X. P.S. The last one is fantastic. Boy, do I miss Rashad Brooks. So we've got three posters here. Okay. The first one is, and um, this is near and dear to my heart. Well, I you think, said Rashad Brooks, so I got a little hint, maybe. Yeah, well, the, the, the first one is near and dear to my heart. It's the senior poster from Patino's first season, where the only seniors were Hodge Turner and Joseph Sima. And they've got. Remember, they used to the senior posters used to have the handwritten notes from the seniors. Joseph, no, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? I, I mean, I had the Dewan Wheat, B.J. Flynn, Alvin Sims one hanging in my room. If for they had my it, then life. I maybe just did, I, I I had some of those posters. I just maybe I just didn't notice or I didn't remember it. You, you know? should have noticed it because it was always the best part. I, I remember. I still remember to this day in Dewan Wheat's message. He says "much love" like seventy five times. It's just like "much love to," "much love to." So I started saying "much love." I was like, I, I'm signing notes with "much love" now. But you've got. Joseph Sima has quite literally the worst handwriting I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> First of all, he uses all caps. It, it, it's it, it's awful. I, I get that he's French, but geez. Wait a minute. So now Sima, what, what was, he was he was that was like early like two thousand three roughly. I just said Patino's first team. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. So. To be all caps, that's like ahead of the time. Like that was before it was annoying to do all caps in text. Right? I guess, yeah. I mean, this is handwritten though. Sure. But he just said very simply, I want to thank all Louisville fans for the love and support they showed. Merci beaucoup, beaucoup, uh, Joseph Seaman, number 55. And then you've got Hodge Turner, who now, a Your coach, hero. one of my favorite players of all time, says, I have tremendous gratitude for all the support that my coaches, teammates, and I have been given. The overwhelming support helped me through some tough times, and I'm a better person because of you all. Thank you so much, Hodge Turner, number four. So we've got that. And then we've got a big, the famous 
Dewan Wheat, the Wheaties, the Fast Break of Champions post. Oh, I love that one. We've got that guy with the schedule on it, uh, which is kind of crazy looking at the schedule. The first game that year wasn't even until November 23rd, and that was an exhibition. <laughs> so, like, you know, college basketball used to start a lot later. But that's maybe the most famous, I think, Louisville preseason poster of all time. And then we've got the, from the Denny Crumb's last team, the they had the G-Men poster that was like a Marvel ripoff of X-Men with Reese Gaines, Rashad Brooks, and Marcus Maben. And it, Worst he, Supergirl group ever. He's got it autographed by, by Maben, which is cool. Nice. It says, it's L yeah. So we can hang these. I mean, look, we haven't had a whole lot of, um, I, I, the old studio, we had one decoration, Troy brought it in, it was the Charlie Strong, Joker Phillips autographed picture. We move that over here. All we have besides that is Little Howard, who's still wearing the UK stuff, the UK scarf. We, we have to find a UofL scarf. For now. And then the B-Sim poster that he brought in. So we now we can make UK, you know, the, the Kerasi folks aren't going to like this. Spears isn't going to like this. Uh, Denison's not going to like it, but we can put our UofL stuff up now. We got the Reds bobbleheads, too, with Jonathan India, well, we've always who might get that. traded this week, apparently, and uh, Nick Lodolo. We've got a few UofL items still at the OG. We got the uh, newspaper from the championship day. Yeah, but we don't do anything at the OG anymore. Yeah, but I need to, I mean, it's I, dead. We can always bring it over here. We can. I feel like I'm gonna have to decorate during one of the breaks today. We gotta get this wheat poster up, get the vibes right. Yeah, the wheat poster's cool. That's I mean, that's, I mean, for someone who has a Dwan wheat T-shirt, I mean, come on. I mean, I, I, clearly I like that. I'm not wondering who I was mean to on the text line last night. I thought it was good to everybody. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, thank you. But thank you, yeah. anonymous hero who maybe just single handedly led us to a victory over Miami. Sorry, I was mean to you. I mean, I mean, maybe don't say anything dumb onto me in the text line. But thank you for the posters. Thank you. <laughs> You're the best. We love the listeners. You all. You all are our ambassadors of Quan. <laughs> Jay McGuire quote. Doing I know. I know. Exa- I know. I know exactly what quote. You just wanted me to sit in that for a second. I just wanted you to yeah. <laughs> think about what I did. I just wanted you to just stir around in that one. You do it to me all the time. It's That's okay. Don't just sit over there and just kind of squish around in the. I little like bit. ambassadors of Quan. That's how it feels. I felt good about it. I, I still feel good about it. <laughs> uh, we've got plenty to talk about today. Again, it is. Pre-game show, so we will have our standard Friday endeavors. We will do the Big X, Big Bets of the Week at 5.30, along with our weekly pick'em segment. It's quarterfinal action of Kentucky High School football playoffs, so some big games here locally to get excited about. Uh, I mean, big college me, basketball. I'm off. What do you mean? I don't have to work tonight. Oh, because uh, St. X lost. Hmm. Who did they lose to? Who did they lose to? Shots fired at the Let's Tiger Let's ask Dave who has to work the game. The weird thing is, you know, like growing up, because, you know, my wife's not – she's from Central Kentucky, so she's not – you know, she hears about the Trinity Snakes rivalry and all this stuff. And, you know, I've got like, – like most of my best friends went to Trinity, but I do have a lot of close friends that also went to St. X. And, and so, you know, you hear – like we're kind of taking shots and stuff. And I think she assumes that it's like a, a blood thing. Like if, if your family has Trinity ties, like you're just – you're definitely going to Trinity and all this stuff. And, and now we're getting older – and I've got, I mean, I've got friends now that have kids that are getting to be high school age, and one of them who we played baseball and football at Trinity, his kids going to St. X, and Mary's like, I can't believe that. She's like, Are you surprised? And I'm like, You know, it's not like you know, for some families, it's locked in. Should have played into like, yeah, he's dead to me. Yeah, I, I actually don't talk to Jim anymore. I, he, I deleted his number from my phone. If you see him come to the door, you slam it in his face and you call the cops. I was like, It's not quite that serious. I'm like, You know, both schools are good. They have their, you know, it's, it's been also been 20 years since we were in high school. Lots changed. I mean, I've got nephews. I got one that goes to Trinity. I've got one that goes to St. X. So it's just, you know, it's. But she's like, you know, she hears, she sees the rivalry. She sees like thirty thousand people are going to a high school football game, and she kind of assumes that it's, you know, you're, you're, you're like locked in forever. I'm like, nah. Some people are. 
Some people are. Like I, 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 do have, I had a cousin like that. That was, that was. I mean, that's all he talked about Trinity as if he just graduated from Harvard. Yeah, I mean, I've got family friends that you know their their dad went there, and you know the the, 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 the whole family has to go there. There's yeah. no choice, and you know, I, I don't know. I never had to see the Wagner. Like we we didn't like Trinity and Ballard, but it was like the Louisville versus Clemson rivalry. You know, it was like we hated them, but they were like who? Well, yeah, chap. And <laughs> but I never had that feeling growing up. My dad went to Mayo, my brothers went to Ballard, my mom went to Ballard. So like you know, I, I didn't kind of grow up with this until I made friends that were all. Well, Mayo had Manuel Ballard's got. I guess. But I'm saying like like I didn't never had like the Trinity Saint X like oh, feud okay, in my yeah. blood or anything. I like you. it was I was the first kid in my family to go to Catholic school, so it was just it's a little bit different for me. Will John go to Catholic school? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we'll start him out. That's what we're looking at. I, mean, I assume Virginia so. going to go do like so I guess since Trinity, Virginia would go to Sacred Heart, right? I, I have no idea. My sister went to Sacred Heart. Uh, I mean, Assumption's a great school. I mean, she may go to public school. I don't know what the landscape's going to be like in 15 years. Who knows? Something some tells me public school's not going to be any better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there are good public schools out there. You went to public school. You turned out. Are you, are you? I guess to say, are you helping your helping you or turned out your, great. Are you helping or hurting your own argument? Hey, there? we both ended up at the same place. <laughs> That's a good point. There you go. That's sad but true. <laughs> We've got uh, basketball happening right now. By the way, the I'd uh, like to end up in Miami right now. The St. John's uh, Rick, fighting Rick Patino's lead Dayton fifty three forty nine in the second half. Ooh, you're torn. Not really. I'm going for St. John's. Uh, <laughs> wow, the, the loyalty there is well, didn't bet. last long. Well, I bet on him. So immediately, okay. Yep. <laughs> At least because I mean I went to Western for a short time Less time than you went to I I mean to Dayton I still live for no, Western didn't. I was at You were probably at Dayton longer than I was weren't you Oh yeah I thought you said the opposite No no I was, I was at Western less time than you were at Dayton Yeah I, 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 I went half and half I finished two years at Dayton and then two years at Bellarmine Yeah But uh, St. John's They, they I, I'm learning now why people like hate gambling And why I need to just like <laughs> stop doing it So St. John's yeah. I, I, you know, I bet them minus two and a half. I thought I got it. It went up to minus five and a half when I woke up. I'm like, oh, I got it at two and a half. We're good to go. Well, they won by one yesterday, which just broke my heart. They did. And then, like, the other big bet that I really liked was Missouri-Minnesota. And I put it in a parlay that had Missouri minus one and a half. And then by the time I finished betting the parlay, I was going to bet it individually, and it had gone up to two and a half. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I, I still feel good about it. I, I'm going pretty hard in this Missouri-Minnesota game. So Missouri is down by 20. With two minutes to go, with, with ten minutes to go in the second half, and I'm like, "Well, this is over," and, and I just don't even pay attention. I get on Twitter after getting the kids to sleep, and I, I saw see, the end of this game. Yeah, I, I see that Missouri has made a furious, and they're like, "Oh my god, like, Missouri comes all the way back from down twenty with ten points to go. Uh, what a terrible loss for the Gophers!" And I was like, "Oh god, please tell me they won by more than two. They won by two. So the hook just completely the, the, the one point bump that happened between when I was betting my parlay, which hit four or five legs. Houston not covering screwed me there." And then you know, it just it cost me. Uh, so like I, I was like, this is why people don't gamble. This is this is why I just need to stop. This is why I, I don't know why I even got into this. This is terrible. But I did bet St. John's this morning to beat Dayton. I feel like this is kind of like like this is how you are listening to me when I'm complaining about things that like everyone else has known about for like ten years. Yeah, yeah. I and, know. You're, and you're like, I'm like, just wow. Not- this was 2010. Like. This is things I was complaining about like five, six years ago. Oh, and my most my, of it was the Bovada, of course. But and no. the big bet that I touted yesterday on the show, <laughs> Joe Burrow over one and a half touchdown passes. <laughs> he gets the one and like gets promptly gets hurt for the entire year. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I couldn't remember what you said that. I was thinking about that last night because a buddy of mine was so mad he he'd done like a player prop bet and it knocked like four out of five. And the only one he didn't get was like a one like a, it was like one fifteen over passing yards for 
Burrow, and he injured it like 102 or something like that. Was, uh, he was like, you got to be kidding me. So ridiculous. I was like, that's easy money. No problem. And it would have been if he had you know, played the full game. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> I don't even know. Because I, 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 I almost bet on the pit to beat Boston College. I knew they were up. Who won that well, game? Yeah, I was about to ask you the same thing. Pit won 24-16. I told, what did I tell you? The one thing I didn't bet. What did I tell you last yesterday? We were going off the air. You picked Boston College. I know. I said fade me. Oh, yeah, and I picked fade. That's right. I said and if you'd have faded me, you would have won. I took. I, I, you would have taken Baltimore minus four, and you'd have taken pit plus one and a half. You'd have won both bets. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm going to give you my legitimate first instinct thoughts on each game, but just automatically fade it. Only on the weekdays. Only Week, on the weekdays. Weekends, you've been fine. Weekends, I'm okay. I'm like weekends, I may not be 100, percent but I'm. I'm. I've got a winning record in the weekends. But like on a weekday, I'm. I'm just. I'm just. I. I I'm cancer. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, and now, now it's not only that. Not only am I picking teams that are losing, I'm picking teams that are quarterbacks are dropping like flies. You are sort of a yeah. I don't know. I'm not touching the Monday Night Football game. Don't even ask me on Monday. If you ask me, I'm hanging. I'm just going to ignore you on the air. If we're on the air, because we don't know what the Louisville game stuff. But I mean, I think we know. <laughs> I was gonna, pretty sure we're not going to be on the air. So, so for, for one of my big X bets, if I pick, say take Texas to cover, <laughs> like you're like, whoa, there's no line. I'm like, I don't care. Does that count? <laughs> I was considering picking Texas to cover on Sunday, but we don't have a line. And I'm like, as long as it's under like 30, I'm just like, take it. I think it'll be under 30. <laughs> just take it. That might be one of my picks. If we win, uh, if we were to win on Sunday, I think Monday's show, because we would do it then, because the, the championship game wouldn't be until like 6.30. Yeah. We, it would just be three hours of us like stunned silence. Like, <laughs> it's like, what? Uh, I think we should I, bring I, on like an exorcist to see how it happened. Like, can you explain this? We would just talk about the hopefully Miami win in football for the first hour, and then the second hour would just be us being like, "I, I, what?" We we can combine it with a telephone for the station. If you didn't think God existed before, we just beat Texas. All right, clearly, clearly that's a sign of something bigger than us, right? Please give us money. Please give us money because guess what? We didn't think we beat Texas. We bet against us. We need money now, people. We've got. I do hate that we don't have TVs in here anymore because there is good basketball going on right well, now. There is. It's just not plugged in. Yeah, well, yeah, it's on the floor <laughs> sideways. We got Fordham up on Norfolk State in the Paradise Jam. Georgia State uh, trails Northern Illinois by one in the Capital Classic. St. John's leads Dayton now, fifty-three, fifty-one. The, my volume just went down again. Is that when you hit mute? No, that that was actually me just lowering you a little okay. bit because you were coming. In, gotcha. You, you weren't coming in hot, but you were coming in a little hot. South Dakota, the Coyotes lead VMI fifty-four, fifty-one in the Arizona tip-off, and then Wyoming up two on Charles. Charleston, thirty to twenty-eight at halftime of the Myrtle Beach Invitational. Coming up at three thirty, we got a ranked uh, college basketball game. Ba- the, it's the the famous Baja Mar Baja Championship. Miami say the say, say it five times fast. Miami is is taking on Georgia, the number twelve ranked Hurricanes, who've been good offensively but not great defensively. Taking on Mike White and the Fighting Bulldogs of Georgia, three thirty. If you are at home, you can watch that on CBS Sports Network, and then just tell us what's going on. And then at four thirty, number six Houston. Taking on unbeaten uh, Utah in the Charleston Classic quarterfinals, semifinals, I should say. That should be a good one. That'll be on ESPN2. Notre Dame, uh, if you're interested in ACC basketball, 430 will take on Oklahoma State on ESPNU. And the Legends Classic, their name's looking bad. They, they, they look, I don't want to say worse than us, but they are, if they're better than us, they're not by much. They Auburn beat them by like 30 last night. Yeah, but I mean. I, I know. I'm just, just <laughs> let me have this one. Look. 
Have they, did they did they lose to a Division two school or a low level like Division one school yet? Western Carolina beat them by ten. Okay. Same exact score that we lost to Chattanooga. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll give you that. West- they beat Niagara by seven, which is maybe more impressive than us beating UMBC by one. So, <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's anybody's call. That's simple math. It's but. anyone's call right now, <laughs> us first Notre Dame. The fact they lost to Western Carolina, no disrespect to Western Carolina, who was once almost a 16 seed beating Purdue. Uh, and also for, beat us at home once. Yeah. Catamounts. Uh, I believe that's where, uh, oh, what's the, uh, I can't remember the little, the swing man's main, uh, I forget his name now. The guard used to be really good. Those the quick score, Kevin something. Uh, but yeah, that's oh, at least that. I'm trying to think of their best alum. He was the wingman that played the quick guard, Kevin something. <laughs> Kevin Martin. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there you go. That was Western Carolina. He played at Western Carolina. Yeah, score the, the 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 guy that used to score in bunches off the bench. Yeah. All right. He's the one I. You're I'm right. A, yeah, I know I'm right. The quick guard, Kevin something. You're always <laughs> close. You're always so close. Hey, when it comes to alumni, I'm pretty good. You are very good. I do remember that. It's the only way I remember even in these schools. But Western Carolina, the thing with Notre Dame, though, is I trust them to get better way more than I trust us. To get better, I do, Because I think Michael Shrewsbury is a really good coach. Which is sad because I don't even, I've never, I've not watched them. I couldn't name one player on their team. Yet I yes, still you be- can. Who do we, who do we talk about? Oh, yeah, D- Davis. Tay Davis. Tay Davis. Former U of L signee. And yet, yet now, now you know all my extensible knowledge of Notre Dame basketball, and I still think they can be better than us at the end of the year. I know Shrewsbury's kid plays on the team too. <laughs> well, that's something else they have in common with us. And they have some good freshmen, but you know, freshmen aren't doing great in college basketball yeah. these days. All right, so he may have turned around right away. I don't know if he's a quick turnaround guy because he was at Penn State for a couple years. Their too. roster sucks. They'll be. They'll. Yeah. He'll, he also didn't have enough time. Like like he'll be. They'll be better next year, significantly better next year, and they'll get continue to get better. They also have a lot of guys like that. They have sort of an advanced staff at Penn State. They hired Brian Snow, who used to do stuff at Rivals, mm-hmm. as kind of like a, a. He's doing what Luke Wynn does with the Raptors, where it's you know, kind of an analytical, like, mm-hmm. advanced thinking role. And they brought all those guys with them to Notre Dame. They'll make that program good. Like like they will be good pretty soon. All right, football commercial. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're kind of up against the break. We can start the football conversation after the break. I mean, we're going to Miami, baby. We're going to Miami. Well, the I, sun is shining and the hurricanes are crying. I will give shout-outs to all, all the Cardinal fans that have sent me stuff from Miami. It seems like we're going to have not, not a huge contingent, but a solid contingent. of. We may have more fans than Miami. Which I had a buddy going, he flew down there, and I was like, but you're a U.K. fan. He goes, yeah, but it's Miami. <laughs> it's, I was like, but are you going to the game? He's sums like, up the UK fan experience. I was like, are you going to the game? He was like, yeah. He's like, we. Some, a friend of mine's got there. He's got. T- he said he had tickets. He's going to have them if we want them. I'm like, I didn't think tickets were really hard to get. Apparently. Is he going to wear UK stuff to the game? No, no. He's he probably ended up wearing Bears stuff. He's a Bears fan too. He's going to have a bad weekend then. <laughs> well, Sorry, he's a, buddy. He's a Bears fan. He's, I think he's fully accepted like tragedy in his Lions life. Lions Bears on Sunday. <laughs> Ooh, is it? It's going to be rough for you. Is it which one? Where's it at? I think this it's, it's it at Chicago, matter, really, but yeah, it's in Chicago because then Thursday we are at home against the Packers and Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving's next week. Yeah, did I just break news to you that Thanksgiving is next week? I mean, the UK game is next Saturday. It's the last week of the regular season. It's not. This should not. This should not have snuck up on you. Crap. We talked about, earlier this week about how all the kids are off school next week because Thanksgiving. How that didn't used to happen. Well, I mean. Yeah, but I just that was two days ago. <laughs> was it? What yeah. day is it? It's Friday. It's still November, right? All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we will talk Louisville, Miami. I've done a little bit of, of research, got a couple interesting tidbits. Also, the Miami vibe is is interesting. We'll get into that after the break. Also, text us on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show Friday edition. 
here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. Is this the Miami Vice theme song? It is. Now, I was thinking this. I think him and uh, the wedding singer when when he pulls up to get Julian, she's all drunk at the bar, and he opens up his door to blaring the song out of his car. <laughs> I like that you're doing the whole Miami theme. A little bit, yeah. But I feel like this is, we're, we're straying a little bit from our standard Friday pump-up music. I, I know that, I'm assuming the 5 o'clock hour will be the same. Well, first, yes, and second, I mean, just, you tell me this doesn't get you excited? You can't work out to that? <laughs> like, come I, on, I, I can see myself on the treadmill going, one more, Trevor, one more, one more, one more, one more, yeah! Boom, let's go! I can't see yourself on the treadmill. <laughs> That's your first problem. I'm trying to envision it. I'm, I'm loving it. Just sweating, headband on. You've got to be wearing a headband. If, if working out in the gym was a video game, would I still play it? Yeah, we need more of these like immersive video games where you're just like virtual reality, so you can just be more active. When I was at the wedding for my, uh, or not wedding, but the um, the thing for my 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 cousin that caused us to lose to Pittsburgh. Um, my my cousin, she's she's her husband had like has like six kids that, that she adopted when they married the Detroit Lions fan. He is the Lions, and uh, they they were playing with the virtual reality things. And I I still never have put one of those on. Have I you? have, yeah. My Mary's cousins had them for Christmas a couple of years ago. It was the only time, and like I I tried I played like the little baseball game for a split second. It is was, it cool? It's cool. I I can see how it would be a lot of the technology is still so new. I can see how it's going to get a lot of fun. Moving forward, but it was yeah, it was it was fine. It wasn't quite as cool as I was hoping. It was like I'm watching the you know it was the a sh- small very small experience. See, I'm watching the show you know this upload show, and it's you know based on you know the, the you know when you died, you're uploaded, and, and your consciousness is in this like virtual reality, and you can be visited by like you know your living friends and stuff. By they just put you know the VR masks on, and they're like in in the world with them. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm just like I know I'm sure you know it's not as cool in real life as that, but you're right. I mean they have. These things did not just like come out just today. I mean, they've been out for a few years. I'm just wondering. Once again, you're struggling to distinguish between TV shows and actual reality. <laughs> well, well, I hate to tell is you. It, is it like upload? My expectations. Is it, is it just like upload? No, it's not just like upload. You should see my expectations when I last time went to Miami. Because thanks to Miami Vice, I was like, where's Don Johnson? Where's 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 the ladies? Where's the cocaine? What, come on, people. Well, you can find the cocaine. That pro- actually, that problem was that part's not. Yeah, yeah that's, nor was the la- finding the ladies. John Johnson, no other hand, it eluded me. I remember going when we went to the Orange Bowl in 06, We had like a we, we stayed at like not Lakeshore Drive, like the o- Ocean Boulevard or whatever it is, right on South Beach. Sounds fancy. And we uh, well, we like just you could find these like little restaurants that have like <laughs> like rooms above them, and we just like haggled and found one of these spots. It actually ended up being a nice room. It was four guys staying in one room though. We had to draw straws. We had to sleep on like the marble floor, and it was Danny. He ended up just sleeping on the beach, I think, because it was terrible. <laughs> but 
we were, with four guys in one bed or four guys in two beds? It was two, one bed, two guys slept in the bed, one guy slept on the one couch that was in there, and okay, then, and then there one, was an odd man out who just had, like, you know, you have to make the most of it, and it was it was terrible. Did the couch not pull out to a bed? No, it was like a small couch, okay. but it was still better than the floor. The floor was terrible. That happened to me and some friends on a trip one time. We we thought that we, we didn't realize until the last day that the couch actually pulled out. That's that would be bad. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was pissed. And so we were we were eating brunch like outside this place, and like you're just in the, there are like topless girls walking down, and then like a dude with a giant anaconda around his neck, just like rollerblades past us. Is that euphemism? Like, no. Okay. Straight like actual snake, <laughs> okay. and like. People aren't even batting an eye that are, are clearly like Miami people, and like I'm like, this is a different world entirely. <laughs> you like like the bumpkin Kentucky guy, like where am I yes, at? Yes, hundred percent. It's like a see, you know, like in the movie Son in Law. <laughs> I'm wearing like a Louisville football T-shirt and cargo shorts. I'm like, I don't really fit in. This is this is, this is not a great look for me. <laughs> the beach was a lot of fun. The beach was great. It was it, we had a lot, we had a really good time down there. Um, but I can see how especially it, since we won. Yeah, because it would be a little bit overwhelming for sure. Speaking of Miami, cards taking on the Hurricanes tomorrow at noon. ABC, a lot of attention is going to be paid to this game. A lot of people putting on Louisville, uh, putting Louisville on upset watch. I saw Reese Davis of College Game Day. Uh, you know, he doesn't make picks on the actual show, but he went on the College Game Day podcast yesterday and, and said, "Like I, I think Louisville's a good team. I don't think they're winning this game." And he's far. Still, I love it. I love people hating on us. He's not alone. A lot of people good. see this game. And look, it, and it's not like it's a huge upset. In fact, it's not even an upset according to DraftKings. Has this as a, a one point underdog? A lot of places have it as a pick'em. It's funny. So I was I was doing the thing the last twenty four hours, a little bit last night and a little bit today where I'm listening to some of the Miami podcasts and reading their fan sites, and I listen to bits and pieces of three different Miami podcasts. Every single one of them started off with recruiting, which is, like, fully on brand. Like, like you know, they don't even talk. They're not recapping the loss to Florida State. They're not looking ahead until Louisville. Like, they're starting off with, like, how are we going to get better? Like, And, and that's funny because that's been the knock on Miami the last, I mean, really, two decades. They've recruited so well. They have all this five-star talent. They just haven't done anything with it. So it was funny to hear like all the podcasts being, being like, all right, let's get right into it. Five-star uh, edge rusher uh, Trey Franklin visited over the weekend. Let's see. I think he's a good pull. And, and, and when they want to talk about basketball, they are good in basketball, right? They don't want to talk about basketball. They're like Florida State. Like Florida State was was playing in the Elite Eight. And I remember Bud Elliott, who used to do the – the Tomahawk Nation or whatever, the, the SB Nation site, was like our foremost red pages are stories on recruits in football. Like, like you know, just basketball is just not – it's it's not second or third. It's just way behind everything else it, besides football. And Miami's definitely the same way. But, I, yeah, I mean, if I'm them, I'm talking about basketball. Basketball team's good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Basketball's always going to be kind of ahead of our football, but we don't we don't like – it's not as uneven, I think, as it is for them as it is for us. I agree. Rule. Basketball, I mean, not basketball, the the football podcast, though, once they got into talking about Louisville, they're all very just confused about this game. There's not, typically when you think Miami, even when we've played them in somewhat down years, like, they've been really just brash, like, like really just, you know, we're going to beat you. That's them in general. We're a better team, like, they, you know, we're going to show you. And I, I'm not really getting that sense from this game, from even their most, like, annoying like Kane Shades, that guy. I don't even know if he's still around. I don't know if they're doing that thing anymore. But I haven't heard a whole lot of that from Miami fans. The ones who are doing the game and trying to be uh, objective are basically saying it could be a, it's, it's a toss up. You know, it's going to come down to you know, can Tyler Van Dyke be effective without turning the ball over? You know, can we get enough pressure? Can Jack Plummer make some mistakes? I also my favorite thing every single week is seeing all these, hearing all these different team specific uh, college podcasts try to pronounce Ashton Gelati's name. 
Like they're like the Louisville defense up front. They're really good. They're led by Ashton Gilote Gilioti. I'd probably call him Gilioti too if I if I didn't know him and see seen an imprint. Every single one is just they struggle with it, and you know every every single one is just yeah they think he's very good. They just don't know how to say his name. Unless you look at it, you think you could just pronounce it like Gillette, like the razor. I've seen a lot of that too. Everyone makes a joke like this guy needs a a razor nil deal. Yeah, a lot of that stuff. It looks like though, yeah. Um. But they all, like, the predictions seem to be pretty mixed. You do have some people taking Miami. You do have some people taking Louisville. But they kind of view this as a 50-50 game. I feel like Louisville fans are a little bit more confident. Um, I'm certainly, I'm very apprehensive. I'm, I'm not feeling overly confident at all about this game. But when you look at this, I, I think the big key for this to me, I, I think if you want to do like the, the dumb man's summary of this game, here's what mine would be. Which quarterback can avoid the big mistake? Because Van Dyke, he's he's more naturally gifted than Jack Plummer. I don't think that that's a knock on Jack. I think it's just kind of a fact. We've seen Tyler Van Dyke put up some big-time numbers against good teams over the last couple of years. But for whatever reason, he's in a funk. His, you know, he starts off the season throwing 11 touchdowns against one interception over their first four games. Since then, five touchdowns against 11 interceptions. He just cannot figure things out. He cannot get out of his own way. And I think it's really affected his confidence. Plummer... They've done what Miami probably should have done, and Jeff Brom and company have said, we're going to just simplify things as much as possible, not ask him to do too much, but there is going to come a time where like, he's going to be asked to do a little bit more than he's been doing. And even if that doesn't happen tomorrow, we've seen him in, in these simplified game plans make big mistakes, uh, i.e. last week against Virginia, which almost cost us the game. So I, I think whichever one of those guys can avoid that critical mistake I think that's going to wind up deciding the game because I like Miami is eighth in the country in sacks. They're going to bring a ton of pressure. Their defensive line is very good. They'll sell it to stop the run, like we've seen so many other teams do. I think they'll get home to Jack a couple of times, and Jack's going to ha- after he's going to either have to make some really good throws under pressure or make the smart decision and just take a sack or throw the ball away. Like, can Tyler Van Dyke do the same thing? Because I think we're going to get a ton of pressure on Tyler Van Dyke as well. I, I think that's to me that's what this game is going to come down to. They've been terrible with turnovers. It's kept them from having a really good season. They're plus six in turnovers. I mean, minus six in turnovers. We're plus five on turnovers. They've really helped us. The only game where they've been an issue for us is the only game we've lost this season. Again, that's the dumb man summary. There's more to talk about. But, but for you, biggest key for this game tomorrow? Uh, I mean, probably, as you kind of said in, in a smaller version of a nutshell, you just said is the, is the turnover battle for the quarterbacks. And more particularly, I'm not as worried about them as I am about myself. Like, I know... It, it, like you said, Plummer doesn't play. I'm trying to think of the, the, the the game I'm thinking of. Is it NC State game? I guess. He's bad. Yeah, we don't get that, Jake. Jake, Jake. we don't get that kind of Plummer. Then I have 100 confidence that they're going to win this game. I mean, I, I trust. That's how much I trust our defense that I know can make the big plays on their quarterback and on their offense. And if they do shut down the run, as long as Plummer's not turning the ball over and giving them possessions then I trust that we can at least make that one, two, or three big plays that will give us enough leeway to get the win. So, I mean, I'm putting it – I mean, I hate to, to be my mystery, you know, like put all put it all on, on, on Jack's shoulders, but, dude, you're the quarterback. He's got to play well. I mean, yeah, this is this kind of, you know, to take any, you know, speech out of any any cheesy football movie. I mean, this is we're, – we're putting the ball in your hands. This is your team, you know, Falco. I need you to, you know, go out there and lead us. Don't – I don't want you. I'm not asking you to have to throw for 400 yards and six touchdowns and be Brett Favre, but 
you know, just don't be the Brett Favre that throws four interceptions either. Especially on the road where he has not been good this season and really not been good in his career as a starter. So Now, you got to make plays. I mean, I'm not saying you can't, you know, not make, complete a pass, but you don't have to, you know, if, if you see something and a guy's not open, check it down, throw it away, you know. Maybe, Virginia Tech plumber. Maybe run and gain, gain two yards, you know, yeah. and then slide down. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, let's fight for another day. There's no reason to give them any – Free, anything free. That's that's what just make them earn everything they're going to get from us. Trust your defense. It, it, it's like a pitcher throwing strikes. At some point, you know, when, when you're a kid in high school struggling on the mound, I, I, you know, the, the coach always comes out and says, you know, you got a good defense behind you. Use it. Like like let them do the work. You don't have to strike everybody out. I think like, Plummer is so used to. <laughs> Plus, those are ground balls. They're more fashionable. Yeah, <laughs> Plummer's used to. I think last year at Cal, they fell behind so often, and we're yeah. like he felt like he had to score forty five points a game for that team to have a chance. Use your defense. Well, he probably had that same mentality somewhat at Purdue as well in, yeah, his, in his tenure there. The smart, and I'm sure that's a mental adjustment for him. He's played college football for like 17 years, yeah. and this is the first year where he's had a really good defense behind him. Like sometimes the best, like, even if it's third and eight, sometimes the best decision is just throwing the ball away and trusting your defense because they're going to keep you in the game, and hopefully he's learned that by now. The other thing that, that scares me is if Plummer does make one of those mistakes. And look, we, he, he besides, it wasn't just the Virginia – the, the pick six last week. He also, the, the week before, took that shot down to tr- in triple coverage against Jamari Thrash. The, the good thing for him. Because he was about him, to get hit and he, he Right. Panicked. He just kind of throws yeah. it up. We've played a lot of teams that don't have guys, that don't, don't have playmakers who can take advantage of those mistakes. Miami does. Miami's got maybe the biggest ball hawk in the entire country. Cam Kitchens, the safety, who got a little bit dinged up this year, uh, early in the, in the season. He led the country in interceptions last year. He's on about that same pace this year. He gambles a ton. He'll get beat occasionally because of that, but more times than not, he's making the big play. Like he loves that. Like they've got maybe the two most talented safeties in the entire country. Their corners are very good. They take a ton of chances because they want to make big plays. If, if Plummer does do the thing where it's like, oh no, pressure. Let me just throw this thing up. It's more likely than not that Miami's going to make you pay more than any team that we've played so far this season, and we just cannot have that. Like, like just you've got to avoid that tomorrow. I'm not saying like it would be great for us if we could hit on a big play early and just get Jack that confidence so he doesn't feel like he has to make that play because we're going to need explosive plays to win this game. I, I thoroughly believe that. One thing that we haven't talked about a lot when it comes to the passing game, there's so much focus on on Plummer and Plummer and Plummer and what he has to do and what he hasn't had to do. Our receivers have not been very explosive recently. They, I was going to say some, some somewhat lacking dependent on catching the ball yeah, too. I mean, well, they, they've had we've had some bad drops, but early in the year. You know, we kind of had this thing where it was like, just get the ball to the playmakers in space and let them miss some guys. Like, we're not getting a ton of separation when we do take shots downfield. And then our guys aren't making a ton of guys miss after they make catches. Like, against Miami, like, you've got super athletic corners and safeties. That is a concern of mine that, like, you know, we're not going to get many yards after the catch. We're not going to get separation, especially if Jamari Thrash is a little bit limited. Now, his issue, I mean, Jamari's injury is a hand. So it shouldn't affect him when it comes to running rights, routes and getting open. It just should affect him when it comes to actually securing the catch. But that's something that would help Jack a lot. You know, if we can have, I mean, you don't have to be quite as open as Amari Huggins Bruce was against Virginia last week. But a play like that, where he's got three or four steps on a guy, nice. and Plummer can, you know, maybe if he underthrows it by a yard, it doesn't kill him. Like, would love to see the receiver step up and have a gigantic game because I really think that we're going to have to hit on at least a handful of big plays to have a shot to win this one. Yeah, I had to, I, I'm not going to disagree with that at all. We need uh, the weird thing about 
I was reading this. This is not like my own research. My, I'm trusting the Miami people who have said this. Tyler Van Dyke, the bulk of his 12 interceptions so far this season have come against zone coverage. Like, apparently, he's just really like, like struggling to, to read where the linebackers are. He's just not seeing the field very well. So that's well. exactly what the NFL is always looking for. Well, I don't think he's. <laughs> I don't think the NFL is of his concern. He's going after a guy who's been benched at Miami during a 6-4 and four season. But like, UofL, for the most part this year, we have just trusted our cornerbacks. We've put them out there on an island and said, you know, Quincy, Jarvis, Storm, whoever's out there, like, we trust you to lock down this guy to win these one-on-one battles, and we're going to focus on pass rush and then the linebackers getting free and making some plays or covering guys one-on-one. We've played a, we will play a little bit of zone. We haven't been as good when we've done that as we have been when we've just played the straight man coverage. I wonder if we switch it up a little bit more in this game just because Van Dyke has struggled so much. Um, and, and because we're going against, I know Quincy Riley's great. I, I know Storm Duck has been good, but we don't have Jarvis Brownlee. Our safeties are, are are good, but they have been beaten a couple of times on double moves the last couple of weeks. I wonder if we do a little bit more zone than just this single coverage stuff. Like that's one thing to watch defensively is if we change it up a little bit based on how much Miami has struggled uh, against a certain look the last couple of weeks. Well, if we do it, I just I, I trust the coaching staff is prepares you know we've we've got guys that can transition from zone to man it's two different worlds that's my biggest so so i'm very nervous about you're a man to man you're you're asked to play zone like when you're not used to then i tell you it's gonna be my my eagles asante samuel nightmare all over again i'll tell you that much um i mean they're just gonna get lost i mean then then you get guys getting lost in the zone and it's that's a bad thing well, it's like we haven't played zone. We just don't do it as much as we do the, the single coverage. The one thing that I do, because I'm nervous about this game, admittedly, the, the one thing that is providing me comfort is the coaching staff. Like, I feel like we'll be better prepared for Miami than they will be for us. Like, that always brings me comfort. It does. I mean, yeah, I, I trust our staff. I, I think we're a really well-coached group on both sides of the ball. I trust our staff to have us fully prepared for this game, whereas with Mario Cristobal, I, I mean – He's made enough mistakes this year. They've done some weird stuff. Shannon Dawson's their offensive coordinator. Like I, I, I think that we win the coaching battle if you're looking at that as an edge. Don't they have Jason Taylor in their staff somewhere? Do they? I don't know. My buddy told me that. We also have we had two extra days to prepare for this game, three if you want to count not having a game on Saturday. So there's that. They're coming off of a rivalry, an emotional loss to, to Florida State where they had to play deep in the game. It was very competitive, very hard fought. Maybe you, you, know, you, you were focused solely on, on Florida State, not – preparing as hard as you should have been for Louisville. I mean, if you want to say Louisville was overlooking Virginia because they were overly focused on Miami and Kentucky, I'm fine with that now. I kind of hope it was the case because we ended up winning the Virginia game and we're better prepared for Miami. Maybe we do have some tricks up our sleeve that we've been saving for these last two games that we didn't have to show the last couple of weeks. I, I don't know. Like That does provide me. Like We may lose tomorrow, but it's not going to be because we weren't fully focused or fully prepared. Like We will our team will be in the best possible position to win. I and it's been so long since so, Jason Taylor's defensive ends coach under. Um, that you're right. I mean, when you say that, because I, I mean, I didn't have, I never had that feeling with Satterfield. I lost it, and, and, and I never lost it, but I, it was it wasn't as confident. It was a little more shaky with Petrino because obviously his record versus winning teams would cause that to be. And was strong, like I had confidence strong, but there was always the I love to play everything close to the best, so who knows what's going to happen. Right. With Braum, like I, I'm, it's, it's like when we had Patino in basketball. Like I, I feel, I feel confident, even in a game where maybe we may not be the most talented team. That this coaching staff, that's how much I trust Braum and his staff. I mean, he's like the, 
and Tommy Boy. He's like the guy who wants the guarantee on the box. That's who he is to me. He makes me feel all warm and cozy inside. Like I can go to bed not worrying about you know, you know the the, the tooth fairy huffing paint and stealing change off my dresser because I've got Jeff Brom the guarantee on my box. The other good thing that that I that I like right now, and not saying this is just like, not saying that there's you know, this we may not hear something. I just haven't heard anything as far as injuries are concerned. Like there's been no buzz about hey, this guy's going to be a game-time decision, or this guy is, is definitely out, or anything like that. And we, You're referring mainly to Jamari and... Um, Jawar. Uh, ja- I mean, yeah. I, I think we all understand Jawar has been... like, like That's a lingering injury that's probably not going to go away entirely until probably. maybe we get to like that time between, hopefully, the conference championship game and, and the bowl game. But, I mean, I, I think I think Jamari's hand thing, look, he had, he had a procedure on it. Uh, that's going to be a lingering thing, too. It's just a matter of getting it strong enough so he can play a full game. Brian Hudson, we know, like he's he's dinged up, but he's gonna go. He doesn't matter. Hudson's, Hudson's still gonna be out like a man. But there hasn't been one of those like, hey, Willie Tyler, out of nowhere, like he's he's hurt this week. There hasn't been anything like that. I haven't caught wind of that. Not saying it won't happen over the next twenty four hours. Oh, it's not jinx. That's a good thing, as dude. Of I mean, right now, there's been no murmurings of, of any additional injuries that mute we, your mic. we didn't know about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, better than like Friday, like two weeks ago, when I'm like, hey, I'm hearing all this stuff, and it wound up being true. So. Hopefully this winds up winds up being true as well that we're we're not dealing we with don't anything hear anything yeah that's what I'm saying yeah, okay um that's good it's good news no news is good news that's on, right on the injury front for sure Miami I mean I wonder what their mindset is going into this game because they have essentially nothing to play for they, they they've already locked up a are uh, talking recruiting it, well I mean their fans. Like they're checked out, but the team itself, like they've, you know, they've locked up a bowl bid. You can't say, well, we need to win to at least have a, a bowl game. They've already lost. You know, there's no chance of finishing in a like prime position in the ACC. They're already what two and four. That's out the window. They lost their big rivalry game already with Florida State. I mean, the only thing that you have is you get a chance to spoil somebody else's season. Yeah, it's a top ten team. It's a potentially keeping them out of the conference championship game, potentially keeping them out of playoff contention, definitely knocking them out of playoff contention. Like, how much does that matter to this team? I'm hoping not at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that they're still thinking about losing to Florida State and, and what could have been this year if they if their coach just knew basic math, all that stuff, and, and they come out and just kind of a, a half-assed performance. I think the fact that it's noon sort of helps us. I mean, they won't have a whole lot of time to really psych themselves up. But I don't know. I mean, maybe they do, like, Maybe they have that once a year November Miami game where they just decide, hey, like, let's kick somebody's ass because we can. I, I, I mean, I don't know what their mindset's going to be. Hopefully, it's a sleepwalk because I, I know we're not going to be sleepwalking. First of all, I want, I want basic math is not that easy. Okay, I just want that out. So whatever, man. You got thirteen. I, <laughs> that means you know more than basic math. <laughs> I know how much. I know how much Ronnie paid for the CD after he paid six dollars for his disc player. Damn right. Um, that was the only question you actually read. Because <laughs> I was like, what crackheads you buying CDs for twenty five cents from? Uh, that was why I was curious. I think what you said, like what you described, like how Miami could be going into this with the uh, upset and all that, yada yada. Have your first drink. It's okay. It's four o'clock. It's a Friday. Friday, baby. Yeah, it's a Friday. Tip them back soon. Uh, I think that kind of went out with this. This is where I was like, I'm very happy we got Florida, them. We got Miami on post Florida State game. Like if they had Florida State next week, who knows? Maybe the mindset could be different. I think we, their their air was let out of their balloon last week. I'm hoping so. And I'm 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 banking on it in more ways than one. And yeah, I know they got the Clemson win and, and, and right after the North Carolina, the North Carolina loss, which was close. But like that, Florida State was like the game they were like hoping to like kind of turn their season around. They're 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 done. They've clinched their bowl. Their co- their coach doesn't know two plus two. 
We're going to go down there, and we are just going to obliterate them. I'm not trying to give you a little bit too many predictions, but I'm feeling, I mean, I'm at like. Jeez. I, I'm, I'm at a 9.1 right now. I'm going to let you finish the show then today. I'm at, I'm, <laughs> I'm at, if, 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 if this game was a woman, I wouldn't be able to stand up until 6 o'clock. Like, I am that excited for this game and how confident I am feeling for this game. You know what Miami fans are calling uh, Mario Cristobal right now? I, I, I noticed this in the, the... former coach? When we when they flipped the kid, the McConaughey kid, this week, who was going to go to Louisville. Yeah. Because he's not a, a very highly touted prospect, but you know, we were excited about him, but clearly both staff see something in him. But they refer to Mario Cristobal as three-star-io. <laughs> oh, my God. Good, I like that. <laughs> I was like... Oh, they were getting five-star kids, you said. Well, they were, but this current class yeah. is not shaping up to be as good. They're like, oh, three-star-io's at it again. I was like, oh, that's Three hilarious. <laughs> Times are not good down there with Miami. Oh, they're not going to get any better. And, and you know, we mentioned the deal yesterday that they've got going on where it's like buy one, get one, get two free. Like, this environment is not going to be intimidating, but it's going to look a lot like the pit game, which is our only loss of the season, which kind of scares me a little bit, too. Like, do we... I don't know. I mean, because NC State was definitely hostile. We didn't play well there. Pitt was definitely not hostile. We also didn't play well there. Like, I don't know how to feel about the fact that it's going to be probably another sort of just sleepy afternoon. It may be rainy down there as well, it looks like. Uh, and that's a Miami. fear, but because we've already we had the Pitt game and this coaching staff and this team knows how that happened, we're not going to let it happen again. Yeah, but we said the same thing last week before the Virginia game. That like, well, know, we, we won that game. We, we did, but it was it was much too close for comfort. But we won. We did. We did. Okay, in, case, in case you're forgetting my main point in this argument, we won. We won. <laughs> I also would not hate the ACC stepping in and being like, hey, it'd be in our best interest to have Louisville with a very high ranking going into this championship game against Florida State. Maybe if there's a close call, we get Louisville. not saying that would happen, but if it did, I think they still owe us. You know, we, we got some whistles against Virginia last week. They still owe us like 16 from since we joined the conference 10 years ago. So yeah, it was like two back-to-back perfect seasons. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to just give us this win, I'm, I'm fine with that too. Do what, uh, we, do they, 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 they can give it to us all they want they, in their own mind, but we're taking it regardless. Yeah. A quick update on, on the, the basketball front right now. It looks like uh, Dayton has actually pulled away from Rick Pitino and St. John's. They lead 81-72 with 240 to go. My betting trick is just I, I'm not seeing the board. Not seeing it at all. College basketball is tough to bet, man. Wyoming leads Charleston in the second half, 46-42. And Georgia off to an early lead over Miami, 20-16 to in the first half. That game on CBS Sports Network in the Baja Mar, Baja Championship. Where only champions prevail. <laughs> I mean, that's our they still tell stories of us down there, I hear. The Baja Bullies. Oh, yeah. They're, they're still like, I, I hear, I like, I, I don't you know, know what I'm being by personally, but... Uh, I heard some of the teams, you know, were in hotels, and there was like there was like rumors and stories going around about how the days of how Louisville just dominated that tournament. How the two teams that played for the championship both lost their head coaches less than two months later. Yeah, they were like, "Listen, this is the. You think that's scary? You want to hear a ghost story? It's the like, jinx. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Tim Lernag is like, gather around, kids. Here's here a tale of the Baja Bullies. Mike White's like, I'd prefer not to play in this tournament. I don't want to get fired again. Mike White's, Mike White's he's calling, he's got AD on the phone. Why'd you get me a one-way ticket? Yeah. <laughs> Is there something I need to know about? Do I got to drive? It doesn't what? happen at the event. It happens a month later. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, 4 o'clock hour is up. We'll turn things over to you guys. Thornton's text line is 502-414-1450. Your thoughts on Louisville-Miami or whatever else we've talked about or anything else that's on your mind, it's open to you. It's your damn show. Happy Friday to you. We'll hear from you next after the break on the 14 on the Mike Rutherford show on 1450 and 961 the big x
Only locally owned sports talk, 1450 and 96.1 FM, The Big X Sports Radio, WXVW, Jeffersonville. Hello, New Albany Mayor Jeff Gahan here. It's business through the outlets of Word Media Group. And if you look, you fall in love. She got that ass, she make it clear. She leave you shook, and now you hook. The way she dance, she gon' make you move to Miami. She gon' make you, she gon' make you move. Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. As we get ready for a big game between Louisville and Miami down there tomorrow in Coral Gables. Before we do that, before we turn to the Thornton sex line, update on Paris Jones, the injured Virginia player from last week. Good news here from via Virginia football about an hour ago. Paris Jones has been transferred from the UofL Medical Center to the Fraser Rehabilitation Institute in Louisville. He will be there for several weeks. They also have an address. If you'd like to send a card or, or a note to Paris, you can do so uh, via the UVA football address, which is 290 Massey Road, Charlottesville, Virginia, 22903. Uh, if you want to find that address on your own, you can go to the UVA football account on Twitter. But that's, uh, I mean, we knew that he had spinal cord surgery at UVA Hospital uh, last week. We knew that he walked after that, which is great news. And then the latest update was that he would be transferred to Fraser when he was ready, and it looks like he was ready there. So good news on the Paris Jones front. I know we're all still thinking about him, and, man, it's a scary thing. It just I mean, I can you imagine just going through his mind. I mean, that's got to be insane. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you're, you're playing. I mean, he's apparently, like, I mean, you're, you're, you're in a prime of your life. You're 16, or you're, you're you know, 19, 20 years old. I mean. He's a former walk-on who earned a scholarship there. He's, you know, all the UVA people who cover the, the team said, you know, he's kind of everything that you want college yeah. football players to be. And to have this happen, especially a year after the tragedy that they went through at the end of last year, is just yeah, it seems yeah, you just, seems so wrong. You're going on a road trip to Louisville. You just, I mean, next thing playing you know, a good you, game. Yeah, you're you're doing good. Your team's on, you know, possible making an upset, and next thing you know, you're spending three weeks in a, in a hospital in Louisville and you can't go home. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, like, thank God he can walk. I mean, but hopefully he'll be uh, he'll be okay and back to maybe next year on the sidelines with him at least. Yeah, you'd love to see that. It could always be worse, but still, it feels wildly unfair. Thornton. They do. They have had a lot of bad luck yeah, in Virginia, been, man. Wow. Not, not bad luck. It's just, no, I, just I mean, just, terrible yeah, thing. terrible stuff. And then it's been bad luck on the field, too, though. I mean. Yeah, this year. At least they got, I mean. Those close losses. I am it? happy that they had the victory over North Carolina. Like, that was a cool moment for them to beat. At that at that point in time, a top 10 team. And at least have that. I, I know that they showed you know, Tony Elliott tearing up after the game. And deservedly so. They've been through a ton down there. As opposed to Michigan's coach. God. <laughs> Can we talk real quickly about the Uncle T stuff? Well, okay. What, what is is? I saw Mr. T trending. Well, no. So you haven't seen the story yet. And I see, and, I'm, and he's trending right above Jay Harbaugh. Yes. So okay, is that is that what you're referring the, the latest, to? The latest piece of evidence here. So Michigan, it got announced today out of nowhere that they fired Chris Partridge, who's the linebacker. Yes, coach. I did see that. Yes. And it's like, oh yeah, but but this was just a one guy deal, right? Nobody else was involved in anything. So then I think Yahoo reported about a few hours ago that the NCAA has presented Michigan evidence which points to a Michigan booster who's known only as Uncle T okay, as right. having partially funded the scouting scheme 
that uh, you know, the Connor Stallions was involved in. And then an assistant coach, now fired Chris Partridge, attempted to, they, they caught him attempting to destroy computer evidence. So <laughs> the best now, question is so, so you know about how, like, Jim Harbaugh is married to Tom Crean's sister, right? They always talk about that. Yeah, yeah. What if Uncle T was Tom Crean? Ooh. I'd give anything, anything for Uncle T to be Tom Crean. <laughs> you going to say it would be me. Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, so now if, 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 if Stallions is being paid by a booster, does that still fall under violations of NCAA rule? Yeah. Because I thought the rule was that you couldn't have the scouts go because it was unfair for colleges to pay for it. They had extra money. Well, it's, that, that's the rationale behind the rule, but the rule is you can't do it. Okay. So the, the funny thing is, so my best friend, um, Weber, who just moved to Michigan, his, his, whole, his wife's whole family is from there, and his, like, like his, his wife's uncle is like this very well-off like, guy who made money through oil, and he's a huge Michigan guy, and he, he was saying like when this whole thing broke that he had gotten this private tour of Michigan, some of the, the uh, like, upgrades they made to the stadium a couple years ago, and that his tour guide actually ended up being Connor Stallions. And his name is Todd, and so he was like, what if Uncle T is, is, is my Uncle Todd? I was like, it'd be incredible. We'd have the inside story. Let's make it happen. So, so Jay Harbaugh, that's, that's, that's Jeff's kid? or hmm? who's, so who's Jay? J-A-Y? Jay Harbaugh? Yeah. Is it Uncle T? Is it Uncle T? I mean, is it, is it a relation to Jim? I mean, the rumor is that he's the guy who's been funding the sign stealing operation. Okay, but who knows if that's actually true? <laughs> Lord Michigan, I swear. Also, why is he Uncle T? Why wouldn't he be Uncle Jay? That's that's where I'm confused. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he, he wasn't the only funder. It just like the more that comes out, the more it's like, dude, like like the whole Michigan, like we're America's team. I can't believe the NCAA is out to get us. It's like this was a pretty. <laughs> it's pretty clear that you guys not only were like wrong. I, I get that like wrong things happened at Louisville. I love how the NCAA's out to get them. Seriously, get up your soapbox, dude. Like the, the wrong things happened at Louisville, and it was very clear that like, you know, like, like if Patino and staff did know, they weren't actively trying to to cover it up. Like you've got like this is very clearly a concerted effort by the entire staff to form this like scheme and, and execute it. That's a deliberate breaking of rules that actually give you an on-field advantage as opposed to well, the, the gross stuff that happened at Louisville. It, like this, is, you, you cheated, you got caught. There's no way around it. Like stop playing victim here. It's so annoying. Rick Minter's dad will be replace be the new linebackers coach. Our son will be the new linebackers coach. Can't wait. Remember Rick Minter when he got hired in the UK? Tennessee and Cincinnati's coach. Uh, all right, let's take some text on the, the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. The Thornton's Refreshing Rewards Program is your best way to save money all football and basketball season long. All you got to do is become a Refreshing Rewards member by downloading the app on your phone and then use it every time you stop into one of the area's 64,222 Thornton's locations. They know what they're doing. That's why they have so many of them. Do that and then text us at 502-414-1450. Texter says, Jeez. Is that what he says? That's just jeez. Oh, wow. Well, that was a short text. Mike, I was wondering, do you know if we've ever had four trophy games in a row to end the season? I can't remember a more anticipated, exciting finish to a season than this. Can't wait. Go Cards. That's a great point. I mean, we've got the battle for the Schnellenberger boots this week, the boot game. Yeah. Battle for the Governor's Cup after that, which we found out today, by the way, is sold out at Cardinal Stadium, which is, that's great news. And then we'll have, hopefully, the conference championship game 
against Florida State, you're playing for game. a trophy there, and yeah. then a bowl game. Four yeah. straight games with a trophy at stake. I, I think there was a year where I, I, I think that the I, I want to say that no, that that wouldn't have been right. Well, the only way we would do that is Cincinnati, Cincinnati back to back. Yeah, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. But we've never played in a conference championship game. And Cincinnati, and Kentucky, but yeah, they've never been back to back. And that's Cincinnati's the only other team we have a trophy with, right? I know Cincinnati. We played them the last game of the season in twenty thirteen. But we would have played UK. But we at the played beginning. UK at the beginning of that yeah. season, so that was before they moved to the end. So yeah, I don't, I don't think we've well, we held. What, what about the first year they moved the game to the last game of the season was twenty fourteen, and that was the first year that we were away from being in the same conference as UC. So. I was going to say what maybe like when we did when we didn't play in a conference title game, but we won the conference USA trophy after a win one time. That I mean, was, still wouldn't be a trophy game. Yeah, and it wouldn't it wouldn't be next to Kentucky anyway because we we were playing them in the beginning of the year at the time. No, this has to be the first time. Like maybe if we beat like Southern Miss near the end of the season to clinch the, the conference would that count? But yeah, it's. That's insane. That's four times in a row is actually pretty good for I think any school too. By the way, could be a lot of celebrations. Could be yeah. a, lot of, a lot of dancing. We're gonna line up a lot of trophies. Texas says uh, watching the assistant coaches on St. John's compared to ours is actually unreal. They nice. are up screaming the entire time. Look, I used to always don't, say, don't do that. Don't just go do it yourself. We 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 learned this last year. Me and Mike did. Just, it's don't even. It's just you're gonna make yourself sad. I used to always write on the website or talk on the radio when people were like, complaining a lot about. Patino and Louisville basketball, and if we just lost a game to you know, Providence or whoever, I was like, if you want to feel better about our team, watch more just general college basketball. Like, like we play harder, we seem more prepared. Like, we're, our bench is always into it. I, I'm saying the exact opposite now. If you want to feel worse <laughs> about our team, watch more general national college basketball because everybody plays harder than us. Everybody seems more prepared. The benches are way always more into it. it you, you're not going to make yourself feel better. By the way, Dayton did win that game, 88-81. They will play for the Charleston Classic Championship tomorrow uh, against, uh, who would that be? He's got St. John's hanging in there. Yeah, they're 2-2. Two two. I mean, they weren't exactly. Defense is not great. they got to work on that. Well, Tino will make sure. I, I try, like Brom, I trust Tino to work on that and get it fixed. Oh, yeah. Miami has stormed back, by the way, to take a 10-point lead in the first half against Georgia on CBS Sports Network in the Bahamar Hoops Bahamas Championship. You just like saying that. I love saying it. <laughs> Texas says, Coach K, got to make him say no. There's the the, the guy who texts in every day with a got to make him say no candidate. Uh, you know, I, I, We've had I, Brad I, Stevens, Tom Izzo, and Coach K. I want, I want, I want this guy to keep doing it because I can't wait to see like week six. Like, who's he going to be down to? <laughs> like, after like three weeks of this, who's, who's this candidate going to be? It's going to be like hologram John Wooden. <laughs> Coach Brian O'Neill Wagner, make him say no. <laughs> Probably. I would. <laughs> um, what's going on with Freddie Maggard? Well, did he pick Kentucky to win 12 games despite the season? No, I think he's dealing with a medical issue. So oh, he's, he's, yeah. sorry. Should have made a joke about him. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, but I guess best. I haven't read it, the story, but never met Freddie. It's Freddy. text, but best, of, best wishes to Freddie. I had, him, I had him on shows before with Nick. He, uh, very, uh, very, very fan. Fan, fan, fan of his UK team. He loves UK. Yeah. Texas says, fellas, I'm yeah. nervous as hell about tomorrow. I need a reason to feel better about the game. Well, we get, the, the, the biggest thing that I can fall back on is the coaching. We'll be well prepared. We'll be fully focused. We'll be fully motivated. We will have the better coach team tomorrow. I feel confident in saying that. One Texas did say earlier today, he says, I guess, been since I didn't think Barstool wasn't funny, I don't think you're funny. Mm. I don't find that. I don't know how that's, I mean, that, 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 that logic doesn't make sense. 
So if I recall, TK said that Barstool isn't funny. Well, Mike has been on Mark Titus's show, so ipso facto, TK doesn't think that Mike is funny. Sometimes I don't, but I mean, no, I think you do. I think you're funny. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I like Seth. Seth Rogen's funny, but he was in Neighbors, and I didn't think that movie was funny. I think if you're looking at logic, you would think you would say that I wasn't funny when I was on Barstool. Probably, maybe you could have been the one shining light. Usually, Barstool says do it for me. Like I never that, that and like Howard Stern. I never thought Howard Stern was funny. I never understood why people liked Howard Stern. I never listened to Howard Stern. He was he's annoying and he's not talented at all. He's in, he's a buffoon. He's no us for sure. No. Well, wow! I can just We're put a bunch of naked women Stern. out here and I can act like I'm. Yeah, Howard Stern sucks. Jeez, he's horrible. I never listened to him, but he's he was clearly doing something right for at some point in his career. Yeah. <laughs> Texture says Joseph Sema in line with Simon Nadenoff and Mott Stockman for favorite for for best foreign born card. Ooh. I thought I, I, no, honest. Well, yeah, Courtney's the best. Yeah, I guess if we're being serious. If we're not, then yeah, Joseph Sima definitely. I mean, I I just still I still want to put I still want to put some argument for honest. So I liked honest. Honest was I mean he never quite became what we wanted him to be. No, no, but far he was, from. We've never had a basketball player quite like that who would just like do like a euro step and then like lean forward with his gigantic arms and just he, he would turn like a a free throw line jump hook into a layup. Plus, he was involved. He, he, because of him, we were able to get the, one of my favorite lines from Patino of all time. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Four white guys and an Egyptian. What do you want from me? <laughs> I thought he delivered it like so seriously, and then couldn't help but like crack a smile after like the, the joke like lingered a little so bit. Good. <laughs> like, everybody's like, "Well, this has got a point." <laughs> Texas, who would win a basketball game? Kenny Payne coaching Coppin State, or Billy Donovan coaching the eight best high schoolers in Wyoming? Each team gets Whoa. a week to prep. <laughs> Good lord, we're beating Wyoming. Okay, I mean, well, who's in Wyoming's class this year? Well, it's eight high school players. I from know. Wyoming. But Kenny Payne would win this game with Coppin State. I mean, has Wyoming even had a good? Who's the best player ever come out of the state of Wyoming? Fennis Dimbo, Eric Kelsler. I don't even know if he was from Wyoming. I don't either. Those two went to Wyoming. I'm just assuming they went there. So, I mean, even Josh Allen played football there, but he's not from there. He's from California. Best Wyoming basketball recruits. In I want to say wasn't wasn't not, not Miller, Mike Miller. He was from Dakota, wasn't he? Number one is somebody that I've literally never heard of, and it's a three star. <laughs> Like current or just all time? All time. Who is it? Nate Barnhart, who was a three-star prospect. That's in, Mitch's nephew. In 2020. They've they've never had a a top 150 player come out of the state of Wyoming <laughs> in the recruiting era. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 hold on. I, ben, I, I, I take ben, it back. I, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, I take it back. I take it back. These are recruits who signed with the University of Wyoming. Oh, well, that's not fair. Because no. if they're good, I don't think they're staying there. Yeah. Like, so I say, wouldn't... Mike Miller was from Dakotas, wasn't he? I don't know. One, there was a player that went to Duke, the white dude that I thought that was good. That was maybe from that area. He was either from like North Dakota or he's from Wyoming. I mean, is there really a difference? No. The first team. So the, all, all I can find is like somebody who ranks like the best white high school players. Dembo's from Alabama. Uh, they've got. I mean, I've never heard of the first team that they have of the best Wyoming high school players of all time. I actually, I've heard of J.C. Carroll. And that name sounds a little. Did he play in like Notre Dame or something? Uh, no, he went to uh, he went to Wyoming and led oh. them to the NCAA tournament, but that was it. Didn't the kid from Wagner go to Wyoming? Who Rick something? I have he no. Play, idea. He played. He played on the uh, with the uh, Scott Crabtree team. No, I've got no idea. I, I have. You're speaking Spanish to me. I don't even. Know <laughs> I don't think Scott. Why would I know the Scott? Crabtree I failed team? Spanish, dude. Come on. I have no idea anything that you're discussing. Who else is on that Wyoming list you're reading? Uh, Taryn Brown, no. J.C. Carroll, Myron Chavez, 
Bruce Collins, and James Johnson. I mean, James Johnson sounds familiar. James Johnson. <laughs> James Johnson has played ten for ten different teams in the NBA. He went to Wake Forest. Let's okay, okay, yeah. That save was good. I knew it sounded familiar. I was just making a joke on how common the name was, but yeah, that's okay. I remember him. Yeah, he's not a bad player. Is he? Is he on this team that Kenny coaches? No, it's oh. it's current. It's the eight best players in Wyoming right now. The cop, Kenny, Kenny. First of all, that, that's the team that that uh, Billy Donovan would coach. Kenny Payne would coach the Coppin State team. Are we talking straight up or is there a line? What are you talking about? Is there a spread on this game or are we talking straight? I think it would be Coppin State, like minus eight. Ooh, that's going to be a tough one. I've been thinking about that before. Well, uh, Texas says private schools are for sissy liberals. Wow. Buddy, I got, I got some news to break to you. <laughs> private schools are not overrun with liberals. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I, I'll never forget being like when I, when I was at Holy Trinity. You, I, you might be half right, but they, they're <laughs> down, they sure are. Li- I mean, there's liberals maybe, but not a lot. This angry guy. His most recent text was Louisville should be undefeated with that week schedule. Uh, we'll say you know what he's angry, but he's probably right. It was September. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll never forget when I so I, I went to Wilder Elementary and then I transferred to Holy Trinity, and. Like, like it was the the year of whatever, whatever year the election between uh, Dole and Clinton was. So that would have been what? Dole Clinton ninety six. Ninety six. And you know my parents are like, like you know every national story is like Bill Clinton run away run away run away. Like it's it's not even going to be close. My parents are like yeah, yeah don't worry about it. Bill Clinton's going to win. Yeah. But we had an all school election where everybody got to vote for whatever the local races were and the the present race. And it was like 88% Bob Dole. <laughs> and I came home and I was like, I think you guys are wrong. Like, I, I think Bob Dole's got a fighting shot. He just dominated our school election. And my parents were like, no, that's not, it's just. Uh, it's not uh, happening, yeah. It's not the way it's going to work. Which I do love when people are like, you're, you're like, you're a liberal. You don't know any Republican. I'm like, I, I'm like, I went to, I played sports at Catholic schools for most of my life. Like most of <laughs> like, I have a solid amount of my good friends are Republicans. So, yeah, it's, we can get along. Somehow we're friends. It's great. Texas says the best part of the BC Pitt game was that Jeff Flanagan, the ref who did the UNC Duke game last week, was calling the game. I assume that means we are safe from his shenanigans tomorrow. Flanagan shenanigans? <laughs> Why? If, if the shenanigans are going to benefit us, then I want him there. Flanagan <laughs> shenanigans? Jeff Flanagan shenanigans. Ah, Texer, I'm going to go. But Rick Henry, thank you, Texer. Rick Henry, I knew this because as I sit in the gym, I'm not sorry to distract you from from the shenanigans. Are you focused on Wagner High School basketball? As I was sitting in the gym every weekend, I would look up and I would see the banners. And we had four banners up there. And one of them was Rick Henry, third team All-State, and he went to Wyoming. A terrible banner to have. (laughs) Troy texted me, by the way, Crabtree is a legend. Better recognize. (laughs) (laughs) He was. Crabtree was the man. He ended up going to Eastern Michigan, I believe. Nobody cares. Well, apparently te- one texture takes in, so you know what you one texture and Troy. That's two. Well, I'll, I'll, ten more, and I could be Jesus. I'll entertain for Troy. <laughs> Jesus, <Good stuff. laughs> just say one of my favorite TJ lines. You only need twelve. That's all he needed. <laughs> Texas, if my research is correct, Jeff Brom coached teams that have an overall six and six record coming off of mini buys. But if you exclude his time at WKU, that record is five and two. He played a few, a few Power 5 schools in this scenario while at Western, including Alabama and LSU. So the mini-buy would be if you play a Thursday night game, you get the you know, extra two days before a Saturday game. That makes me feel better. And he's 2-0 this year off any sort of buy. Yeah. 
Texture says, if you were smart, you would have followed my betting advice and taken Auburn minus 14.5 and team total, as well as the over on Johnny uh, Janai Broom points. Notre Dame is so terrible, they make Louisville look like a respectable basketball program. Uh, look, we already broke that down earlier. Let's not go, let's pump the brakes a little bit there. He did send that on Thursday at 503. I didn't see it, but he was right. Auburn I did, smacked yeah. him. Giant Broom's a beast. We could have gotten him, too. He was from Morehead State. In fairness, so Texture, you sent it right after you sent the picture of Snoop Dogg giving up smoke, and we were slightly distracted. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Texture sends in the, 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 the picture of from It's Always Sunny with uh, Pepe Not Sylvia. Pepe yeah, Sylvia is like, trying to figure out how to link Uncle T to being, to being Kenny Payne's alias. I mean, <laughs> hold on. Get that cough out. Get that phlegm out. Um, I like to think that, you know, if you're a, air quote, criminal mastermind in this scenario, that you would like, if your name is beginning with a T, that you wouldn't use that as your alias. You would use a different letter. But then again, I'm starting to think maybe they aren't that smart. It's sort of, it sure seems like it. I mean, if, 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 I, if, I'm, the, if I'm, I'm the bad guy, I'm the one funding this. And my name's Trevor. I wouldn't go by Uncle T. I'd be like, you know, Uncle J or something. What if you were Uncle T? Like, but that's the thing. I'm not dumb enough to use my original letter to my name. All those weeks that Trevor was just gone, <laughs> thought he was visiting family. Turns out he was scouting <laughs> opponents for Michigan. I was actually funding Michigan scouts. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you weren't even going to scouting. I was, just, I was dropping off money to recruits. Uncle T. Uncle T. If it was Uncle TK, I'd start to get a little worried. <laughs> like, how well do you really know Trevor? Uncle like, TMK. You know you say it. Not that well, I guess. Texas Thanksgiving is the best, especially when you're a teacher off school. Football, food, a reprieve for my 150 freshmen. Good the kids Lord. are great, but I am so tired and I could use a Miami win tomorrow. 150 freshmen? It's a lot. Uh, Thanksgiving is the best holiday of the year. No, no ifs, ands, and buts about it. If you agree with me, you are awesome. If you disagree with me, you go away. I disagree with you. I'm not you going go away. away. I think teaching junior high kids would be the worst. Oh, it's got to be, But teaching no. freshmen isren't that much of an upgrade. Well, that's because there's, I mean, you're right. There's a fine line between eighth and ninth grade, so, I mean. There is, but it's not that not that much. Like, freshmen are still. Yeah, you're right, though. Heads. Middle school's got to be the worst because that's, I mean, that's the, yeah, that's when they're just Middle kids. Middle school are, is the worst. Oh, yeah, and, and you can't hit them anymore. Like, I mean, if you could still, if you could still throw a punch at a kid, then it'd be okay. But, like, now, I mean, it's. You can't even like emotionally abuse. I mean, I thought you went like once they got to middle school, you had to stop hitting them, as if hitting them in elementary school is still somehow fine. It's not. Depends on where you go. Texas, Mike, sellout crowd for useless K. How much blue do you think we get? I was happy with the limited amount of Notre Dame fans, but UK always brings way too many people to the train yard. I mean, it's never going to change. Like yeah. they're going to have people there. We're um, going to take people there too. We will have more fans than they will, obviously, significantly more fans. But there's still going to be too much there for for people to to not get upset about. Like they always, like they're always going to show up for our games. There's, that's just the way it works. I had no problem with UK fans going to the game because then they get to watch them in firsthand and, and right right in my face how they look disappointed after we beat them. Texas says I really need to see TK decked out in a white linen stu- suit standing next to a white Lamborghini just like Don Johnson. Oh, if I had a white linen suit, that'd be awesome. With the, like the the, the the neon colored shirt underneath, no no socks, shoes made of wicker. That's that that's my outfit. I'm going full deck Miami. That bites. That'd be good. Texas, I don't even know what this what story you were telling today. It just said this story sucks, not as much as the Kramer one, but it still sucks. Oh, I wasn't even a story. Were you even telling a story today? No, I was just telling you I had my dream last night. I worked at Circuit City and I argued about who was better in college basketball, Chris Jackson or Allen Iverson. And this old man was like, I don't know. I like better dream. <laughs> Thank you. It wasn't a story like that. That didn't bore. That was more like that's like saying a leaf puts a novel. That was more like just like you know a pamphlet. 
Texas, I think if Plummer has more than 25 pass attempts, it means we lost this game. It means they're really talented defense, stuffed jaws, and big G, and we played off script the whole game. 25 is about right. 20 to 25 is my limit for pass attempts for, for Plummer, too. I'm, I think that that's a good number. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that it, like I don't think it's impossible that we could win if he does have to throw it like thirty two times because I, I I think that you know as long as he plays within reason and it's you know, short pass and the occasional shot downfield I think we're gonna run a trick play tomorrow I think we're long right. overdue for a trick play and I think we're gonna need one and I you know, and I don't want to take yeah because I don't want my like the way we describe what we want from Plummer is if we're like limiting like you said if he throws thirty two passes I'm not gonna be in my world it's a matter of what he's doing with those attempts. That's where we have. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if he's three or thirty-two, I feel pretty bad about wow. chances. <laughs> but I mean, if he's taking, if I, I want twenty-five, he's like, I'm gonna take five more attempts. Well, as long as you're not like forcing the throw, get him out of the yeah. game, Jeff. He's throwing eleven picks. If you call another pass play and he, you know, he, he pass number twenty-six through twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, or throwaways, and then that's fine. I'm yeah. okay. He's throwing it away. Texas says, uh, "Last text before we go to break." Jaws is the key to it all. I totally agree. If he's healthy, we won't get away with 10 carries. Miami is loaded with speed. He's the best answer. The funny thing about Miami is, so they've been like listening to some of their guys try to break down the game. They think that they're going to get a lot of pressure on Jack Plummer, but they're worried about our run blocking against their defensive front. They feel like we can run it on them a little bit. You know, they've Jaws is second. Hold on, let me look. At, Jaws is second in the league now, I think, still in rushing. He was first a couple weeks ago. Then he's had the injury. He um, he's played limited, didn't play it hardly at all against Pitt. Had limited snaps uh, a couple weeks ago. The Amari and Hampton kid from from North Carolina is the leading rusher in the country. And when he played Miami, he carried twenty four times for one hundred ninety seven yards and, and a touchdown. Got him in my fantasy team. So like you know, teams have had success running the ball against Miami so far this year. I I think if we're having success with Joar Jordan. That 25 number for Jack Plummer is probably the right amount of passing attempts, maybe a, a little bit fewer. But if we're not, it, like if Jaws can't get loose or if he's a step or two slow for whatever reason, I, I think we're, we are we could be up against it. Isaac Grando, next man up. Might need you again today, big guy. Let's take a break. When we come back, more from you guys on the Thornton's Tax Line as we continue to count down the hours until Louisville versus Miami tomorrow. It's the Mike Rutherford Show Friday edition here on 1450 and 961, The Big X. She gon' make you move to Miami. She gon' make it. She gon' make you move. She gon' make you move to Miami. She gon' make it. She gon' make you move. She gon' make you move to Miami. Is Miami made me me me? This is Miami, 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 Miami. What is Miami, this? Miami, 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 Miami. This is Miami. I have no idea. I mean, I'm listening. He's telling you this is Miami. I mean, wait, who's this, who's this by? This is Sander Leinenberg. Clean the worst song I've ever heard. Please stop. Come on, the, the, the club is bumping, dude. It's lit. Have you heard the? So I never heard the song until like five minutes ago. I was like, this is kind of annoyingly catchy. So speaking of like edits like that, I sent you this a couple of days ago. Maybe you can go back in the in the, the DMs and find it. 
Jonathan Hay, who used to work with um, Nappy Roots a, a little bit, he's made music for for several years. He made he spliced together this Fire Kenny Payne song, and like it, you, we can play like just like the, the first like forty five seconds of it. it. It gets a little repetitive, but like my first thought was like you know I'm listening to it. I'm like oh, I can't believe we're here. Like this is we're, we're getting to this point. You sent it to my Twitter to, to fourteen fifty. Yeah, yeah, I'll check. It's it's like three up, and you listen to it, and then like after a little bit, I'm like this is. It's kind of a banger. Like I, I don't. I'm not saying like like the message seems unnecessary and a little bit hurtful, but it's it's a little bit like I was kind of like head nodding. I'm like this is this is kind of well done. So you know, we've reached the point now. If you're wondering if we ever, we're going to get to a point where like the anthems about firing coaches were going to be made, we're we're definitely there so far. It's off of a SoundCloud thing. It is. I don't know if it's going to play or not. Oh, okay. Well, if we, if it can't, then that's that's fine. It's just like that techno little club mix just kind of reminded me of it. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that we had that thing. Is it, is it cursing? It. No, there's no there's no curse. Okay. Learned a lesson from the blue, white, or red, white game Kenny, to Kenny, this game. Um, 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 we can't beat teams with talent. We're never going to be the most talented team. We can't beat teams with talent. We're never going to be the most talented team. I use the guy like from the you tell like the dude from the Tupac song. He's like, uh, <laughs> we're not gonna be more talented. <laughs> oh yeah, when like, all rally those, like, round, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, 94, yeah. After the more important to yourself. <laughs> Picks up a little bit. I'm like, all right. Pain, pain, pain. This is the club. See, this is this is this is Miami. This is what I was doing in the clubs down there. We can cut it off now. I, I don't know why I don't buy because I always play everything with movies and television. Like I could see Kenny like going to the bar or a club or something, and it's coming on kind of like when like Scotty went to like the bar and it's like Scotty doesn't know started playing in the clubs. He's like, "What, what is this crap? What is this?" Yeah, I, mean, I don't. Nobody's dancing around going fire Kenny Payne. <laughs> I know it went from being like, "Oh come on, we don't we don't need to be doing this" to like. Am I gonna start playing this in my car? Like this is. <laughs> Am I gonna? It's gonna show up on Wednesdays. Uh, it's like a little catchy, list. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like must listen Friday. Here we go. All right, five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton sex line. We focus mostly today on Louisville, Miami. Uh, tomorrow's big football game cards with a chance to lock up both an ACC championship game berth and the program's first ten win season in a decade. We're trying to get it done. We're hoping to get it done. We need you to get it done. Are we, we going to start talking about, like, we're going to break down the basketball game? Or? No. So, Uncle T. <laughs> Texture says, now I need Jeff to tell Jack, quote, winners want the ball when the game is on the line. Exactly. The Replacements is one of my all-time favorite sports movies. The Replacements is one of those movies that, like, when I first saw it, I was like, this is, I'm not a fan of it. And it kind of, it kind of grew on me. I'm not a big fan. I'm, I'm, it's still not like I wouldn't like when you're gonna argue like talk about like favorite sports movies of all time. It's it could have been a lot better because because it, it's kind of also loosely based. You know, like Falco's based on a former Louisville player. 
Yeah, have you told me this before? Yeah, because it's it, the the movie is very loosely based on the '87 strike when and because the Redskins were the team that like went four and zero and they kept like they kept all their scabs in there the entire strike while other teams were kind of going back and forth. Dallas being one of the more questionable ones. There's a good thirty for thirty on it, um, and that's so it's, it's basically very loosely based on that. And that's but if and that and by that scenario, Falco would be the former Louisville quarterback who I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Brian Brom. No, it was the other Brom. Not Brian Brom. No, it was uh, Eric. I think Eric something. I forget his name, but um, Marty Lowe. No, it's not Marty Lowe either. Uh, so that's yeah, that's, that's, that's. But I mean, the movie has its moments. It has a couple funny parts, you know. Texas, we're more talented than Miami. That helps. Do you think we're more talented than Miami? They got some dudes. We got dudes too, you know. We got dudes. We got dudes. We got dudes. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I'm, I get the their, their dudes are you know can wrap anacondas around their neck, but we got dudes too. Speaking of more talented, uh, I don't know if you saw the Louisville women's basketball team last night against Bellarmine. Oh, good lord! One eleven to thirty three was the final score. Uh, somebody, somebody after the game Ooh. went and looked up the the Bellarmine basketball coach. His, his, his women's basketball coach at Bellarmine's last name is Dugan. I want to say Lance Dugan. I could be wrong about that. But then just like texted him, <laughs> it was like Dugan or Kenny Payne, and I was like, stop, 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 Listen, stop. Bellarmine's women team are very unfortunate because they were nowhere near ready to go to the, 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 the jump up. Like no, the and, and I did hear. I remember. I remember that being a thing. I remember that being a thing where. When they made the move, people at Bellarmine were like, yeah, the, the men's basketball team is going to have not much of an issue. We think we've got some sports that should be competitive, yeah. but women's basketball is going to, not to be a problem. Close. And granted, like, you know, there's a difference between being competitive in the Atlantic Sun and being ready to play Louisville, who's been to five straight Sweet 16s and everything that Jeff Walsh has done here. But I think the score was, what was it, 48 to 8 at halftime. And, like, they, they kept pouring it on. And after the game, you had uh, Nyla Green. She got asked about, you know, the, the lopsided score, and she said, quote, I, I love the honesty here. She goes, we knew we were going to be Bellarmine. The question was, how do we want to win? What do we do to show people that we're better than 19 or 15 or whatever we're ranked? How do we get better for teams like Alabama and Gonzaga? And I'm like, you know what? I'm fine with that. Women's basketball, real quickly, we take like five minutes to talk about. Okay. Women's basketball, insane start to the season. You got, I mean, I don't know if you saw last night, Iowa, Caitlin Clark plays terribly. They lose to unranked Kansas State. So number two, down. We knew LSU lost their season opener to Colorado. Number one, down. UConn, number three, upset by NC State. All these teams that people were like, man, they may all go undefeated or have one loss going into the tournament. They've all already lost. And then I, I don't know how like I missed this. Like, so LSU loses the the game to Colorado. I hadn't seen the news. I, I guess they were like losing to some crap team at halftime of their last game. And Kim Mulkey benched Angel Reese. They they were down to Kent State at halftime, and Kim Mulkey benched Angel Reese, but saying she had like a bad attitude, and, and they ended up winning hmm. by thirty. And then the parents, the moms of Angel Reese oh, and well, Flo, the, the 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 point guard Flo, you've lost me already on their side. I mean. The the moms start getting into it on Instagram. Uh, the, the moms of Angel Reese and Flo J Johnson. They go at it and they start like bringing up their daughter's GPAs and stuff. Ugh. She like the the Angel Reese's mom. I guess she says first, folks, please do not send me long text messages with a bunch of grammatical errors. It gives me a headache. How do I know you said what you said if I can't understand what you're saying? Presumably uh-huh. taking like a private conversation between the two of them to her Instagram story, and then Flojay's mom responds with, 
you definitely know about gr- grammar errors when your daughter got a 2.0 or less GPA. <laughs> and in fact, when writing your smart message, you didn't capitalize, nor did you use any periods. Stop being petty, fake, and hateful and take responsibility for your in your daughter's actions. You're just as responsible. You raised her that way. Nobody give a damn since you think you are, since uh, you came off another's brand. Just like God gave it to you, he will take it all away. Like, just like the LSU, I could not be happier that this is falling apart. This is incredible. Yeah, this is beautiful. Hope you're happy, Haley. Great choice. I, I would love to see Haley Van List's dad get involved in all this somehow. <laughs> I wonder what his take is. Can't imagine it's great. Aside from the uh, the insane parents that are in, uh, in sports, both men and women's, and, and while I do enjoy sometimes watching, it makes me feel better about my own parents, uh, I do like the fact that when you pointed at some of these upsets, it's, it's a very slow track, but we are maybe starting to get away from what made women's basketball so boring is that you had your upper tier yeah. and your gap between your top five, six, or seven schools was so huge. Yeah, it's going to be a fantastic season because I feel like yeah. they always talk about parity. I feel like it's finally here. I mean, we're nowhere near what we are, are you know, where men's basketball is or like the, you know, some of the NFL and professional sports are. I would say the WNBA, but no one watches it. But like when women's ba- but college women's basketball, which I do watch and people watch, it's yeah. I mean, the, the thought of going in a tournament thinking maybe an eight seed or nine seed could actually go past the first round, something a lot of people, fans of women's sports, haven't had been able to, to, to say honestly, probably in ever. Yeah, I mean, the three most talked about teams you've got, I mean, Paige Buchers being back for UConn after she's dealt with yeah. injuries. I'm not saying there can't be dominant a lot of teams. Talk, a lot of talk about her, and then you've got Angel Reese and Haley Van Lith and the super team at LSU, and then you've got Caitlin Clark and Iowa. Like, these three, like, just supernovas have all lost already in the first week and a half of the season. It's it's great for the sport, yeah, I think. It, I think mean, it, it, it is, yeah. It's not, you don't want a bunch of undefeated teams that you're thinking, well, there's four teams that are going to meet in the Final Four, you know, Ho hum, wake me up when they get there. I mean, you know who hasn't lost? Louisville. Louisville wins basketball. That's team. right. Just out here beating teams by 100. No That's big, what we do. No big deal. Whatever. No, 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 no big whoop. Cards back in action, by the way, on uh, Sunday. They will host Bucknell at 4 o'clock. You can watch that on the ACC network. Speaking of Cardinal victories last night, shout out to the UVL men's soccer team. Thrilling 4 to 3 victory over Dayton. There were six first half goals. It was tied 3 uh, 3. The Cards pulled ahead early in the second half and, and then held on for the victory. Fantastic, thrilling game. Eighteen to sixteen, they led in shots at Lynn Family Stadium. Cards now move on to the second round. They will travel to face West Virginia, the tournament's number five overall seed. That's going to be a Sunday kickoff. Uh, the kickoff time is no, soccer to West Virginia. Come on, people. Two p.m. in Morgantown. I think you can watch that on Watch ESPN, the ACC Network Extra. Is that tomorrow, you said Sunday. Sunday. Sunday at two p.m. Cards will play in Morgantown. So again, the we- it's a loaded weekend. If, if you don't want to, you know, maybe you don't want to watch the beginning of the U of L Texas basketball game. I was thinking the same. Texas. You have an alternate. Uh, you have an alternate uh, Cardinal game to, to watch. I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. It's like, hmm. You mean there's something I don't have to watch instead of the basketball game? We also, real quickly, before we go back to the text line, we have to give a shout-out. I know it's a road game, so we're not going to hype it up quite as much. But Louisville Volleyball, it, it, they're playing for basically a conference championship on Saturday. They, they will play Pitt, another top-10 matchup, on the road Saturday afternoon. I believe it's going to be 1 p.m., so right in the middle you know, of the, the football game. But it will be nationally televised on the ACC Network Extra. Uh, cards number four in the country right now, Pitt number seven. Both teams have two conference losses. Uh, Louisville beat Pitt earlier in the year at home. I think it was, I think they swept him. If it wasn't a sweep, it was a four-set win. But the cards, this is their big rival now in volleyball. Let's get it done. Let's make sure we can lock up one of those top seeds and another regular season conference championship. Shout out to Danny Busboom Kelly. 
I, I mean, I get excited about volleyball. It's like it's become like a little holiday tradition watching them in the NCAA tournament chasing a national title. Hopefully, we can get another nice home run and we can uh, make it out there at the Yum Center for a trip to the Final Four. I'm looking forward to it. All right, Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Texter says. Does KP play small against Texas this weekend, and do you take the over on Hunter getting more assists than his 4.3 average per game? Well, I mean, he's averaging 4.3. That's pretty good for a college point guard, personally. I think he's just asking, like, if, if you're betting. Oh. Um, I don't think we go I don't. I don't think we – what, does it matter? I was gonna say, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> what are you looking for me to say here? I was thinking this. Can't do much joke. Yeah, I can't. You start to break down. You're like, well, I don't. Yeah, really I'm matter. not going to do it. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I mean, they're not. Uh, they are guard driven for sure. <laughs> but they've still like Caden Caden Shedrick, who's came back, is a six eleven senior. Like he's uh, good. Dylan Mitchell was great for them in the NCAA tournament last year when he was forced into more playing time. Uh, he's six eight. So like, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't see what benefit we have to going small <laughs> it doesn't matter, i mean right? we could play th- five seven footer i mean w- w- what do you want me to say <laughs> i guess the real question is does hunter get the four point the four four and a half assist over i'm gonna say no actually i mean he might not play enough that's what i was saying no i'm thinking plus why would he pass the ball to somebody when we were giving him a wide open run to the lane he'll have open guys to pass it to i feel confident in saying that he uh uh, he's turned the ball over a ton this year so far. Four turnovers in the first game, five in the second. He's only got one. I uh, take it back. He's only got three more assists than he does turnovers. So he's been. I mean, the, the competition has been bad. They've played some sloppy games. <laughs> I was re-watching, he's fine. He's really good. I was watching the uh, the Mark Wahlberg Eagles movie the other night, The Invincible or whatever, whatever it's called. Uh-huh. And to see when he goes to training camp and he's like, he's the janitor. He's like, hey, my name's spelled wrong. And the guy's like, by the time I get to it, does it really matter? That's what I was thinking. That's, that's when you were asked about the small. You're like, does it really matter? I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Miami Day. We'll talk about the game on Monday. Yeah. No, we won't. Hopefully, we don't. <laughs> Text that I heard that Mario Cristobal is a crazy glue stiffer. Is that true? <laughs> I never got the appeal of sniffing glue. I don't think I ever tried it. I, I did. I'm surprised you weren't one of those kids. There, there were kids in grade school and middle school who were like, huh. Like yeah, I never markers no, I, and I, stuff. I, I remember what was the day was here. One of the first days we're doing the show to hear you were. He looked over at me. And I was sniffing a marker. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked <laughs> past the glass. I'm like, are you are you serious right now? Well, that's just a habit though. I always like sniff the marker. Just to, I don't know why. Um, yeah, but no glue snipping and like doing the whippets were two things I never like. I never grasped. Like the the, the whole whipped cream can thing. Like you know, I I, I never understood. I never got that. Never did anything for me. <laughs> I think I just admitted to trying. <laughs> Texas Mike, throw ten dollars on Miami money line. I, yeah, I may have but to do that. No. Well, no, I'm not playing. I, I, I'm my my bets are so bad. I think that's the joke. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a rough time. Texas game tomorrow. Please tell me we do not have the refs from North Carolina Duke game. Please tell me that we won't have to play in the rain. Go Cards. Well, we found out the, the shenanigans. The Jeff Flanagan shenanigans was doing the, the Thursday night game. I guess he could. Do college football game referees are they like basketball where they're doing like a ton of games? Like, could they do two in in three days? I mean, I would think so because I would think football referees don't because you have so many more on the on, on the crew that you don't move around probably move as much as you do basketball, right? Because basketball refs, you know, I mean, you only got three. You're running up and down the court nonstop like football. I mean, I guess you're running up and down the sideline, but in some, you know, I don't know. I just feel like it maybe doesn't 
not as pressing athletically. I don't know who the officials are for this weekend's no, game. I never care though. Usually, well, it's good to know. As long as we don't have any drones flying over like last night. Trevor doesn't care. A bunch of people have said in this. I do care about the rain though. Is it going to rain? I don't. I, I know it's been raining all week in Miami. I think that it's supposed to actually be kind of okay. That part where that part I, I am concerned about. Well, at least we're not playing on some terrible holy Pittsburgh gross field. No, we're playing on the Dolphins field. That much not much better usually. It's it's supposed to be way better. Actually, they're pretty fast. So maybe yeah. I was gonna say I think that the only fields that people complain about constantly in the NFL are the Steelers field and the Bears field. It looks like it's gonna be good tomorrow. Like it looks like no rain. So. Mm. No, it, we're going to be okay. If it if it does rain, it's going to be scattered. It's going to be light. I think we're going to be fine. And that's good for us. Uh, so, it, so people keep sending me this tweet. I, I, I hate dealing with, like, rumors and stuff. But there's, I guess, a, 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 tag, a tweet out there that said, it's not a paid board, so I'll just share. There's a radio rumor going that KP is out by Thanksgiving. KP and Nolan aren't speaking. And Josh Hurd is calling parents today. I, I've, I didn't say that text anywhere on here. People are like, have you heard that rumor? Yeah, I've heard every single rumor that's, that's possible out there. I mean, I had somebody who was emailing me who was like, I'm hearing that they're going to fire him after the Texas game. And I was like, well, that would be really weird because they're in New York and they've got another game to play on Monday. And he was like, oh, yeah, I forgot there was another game. I was like, well, that seems to. Are these the same people that said he got fired already and Dan Manning turned the job down? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I do think, I mean, I, I don't feel. I think I've said it already. Like, I think there was a rift between Nolan and Kenny Payne this summer. I mean, I don't know what their status is right now, but there are rumors that they are not on great terms. I think it's largely based on Trenton Flowers, and then for a brief period there, Tyler Johnson not being eligible. There was some upset, people blaming others for, for whatever, and I do think that that led ultimately to Nolan seeking out the G League job, and then that story also getting out. Um but it, as far as like them not talking, I've got no idea. I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Fun times. Fun th- I mean, this is, I told you this is going to be uh, unless, all year. Unless there's truth to this and, and we actually do get Kenny Payne out before the end of November or something, like this is, it's going to be five months of this. It, it's going to be, well, what now? Four months of this? You're, you're going to have just everybody hearing everything from every source and, and who knows. I, I just, I don't know what to believe. Texas that I parlayed Plummer less than .5 interceptions, Jawar over 70 yards, and Louisville money line at plus 300. If we win, those two things likely happen. Let's get it. Go cards. It's not a bad philosophy to say if we're going to win, Plummer probably doesn't throw a pick and Jawar goes for over 70 yards. Yeah. Not a bad parlay. Texas what month is it in, New Albany? I mean, every, t- every day. Every day we're going to get a text about this commercial. Yeah, but he says it's the best sports town. So? There's multiple sports in New Albany, people. Now he says football explicitly. At one point, yeah. Yeah, he says it's football time. Well, it is football time still. It's not. Do, I'm sorry, do we not have a game tomorrow in Miami? New Albany doesn't have a game. Well, maybe they don't specifically, but they have... It's football time still. Is it easy line? Speaking of New Albany, Sean East making that play yeah, from Missouri did. last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, he did. Nice yeah. little play. Everyone's still wondering when he's going to come to Louisville. He's got seven, Maybe he's got three more years of college eligibility left. I don't know. He's been playing since 1965. Or he you know, falls in his head and wakes up stupid and decides to transfer here. Texas, it does look like it will be dry in Miami tomorrow. I'm super nervous for this one. I'm definitely nervous. I'm not nervous if it's dry. I like dry. I'm not nervous because it's dry. I feel better because it's dry. I'm still nervous, though. Okay. Texas, did you guys talk about WWE sponsoring the Big 12 championship? I, I did not know it happened. Neither did I. <laughs> that's incredible. That's, that's funny because the Big 12 championship, which is Fox, which usually is what gets WWE bumped down to FS1, and their ratings take a huge hit on, 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 on there usually. 
I think they'd sponsor that. Not to mention WB. If they're gonna sponsor anything, it'd be the Big Ten because Shane McMahon's kid was a walk-on at IU. Really? Yeah, I've told you that before. You just don't remember. I'm sure you did. I did. Yeah, because they have. They actually their turnover belt is a licensed WB championship belt. Texture says, uh, "Is Uncle T also Coach Mike?" <laughs> I forgot about the Coach Mike rumors. I don't think those were rumors. Well, you know what I mean. Oh, who like who was Coach Mike? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not the, not the not the the what Mike Coach Mike was up to, but the fact that of Coach Mike. Yeah, I got accused of being Coach Mike a couple times. Well, you are Mike. Great. Your name is Mike. It was wonderful. They're like, hey, what are the mics? Could be? There's like a short list. <laughs> Welcome to my world. I'm being accused of being Uncle T. Well, I'm, that's that's for me. I, <laughs> and I believe it. I'm going to start using my Coach Mike rumors. I would love it. <laughs> Texas last year's bowl game was a trophy trophy game. That's true. The rare Ooh, double trophy game. Yeah, I love how we won and everybody just went for the the keg of nails. Nobody cared about the the whatever Fenway Bowl trophy. Everyone was just like, "Give us the keg." I like how this is the number has three texts in the entire show history. The last one was "Screw you, Andre McKee." I know. <laughs> and before that was Morehead no longer plays football. Basically, he was right. He's. I mean, he's a man of few texts, but he brings it, doesn't he? <laughs> or maybe it's a she. I apologize. Text, Texas says Miami hasn't put together two good games in a row all year. There's no effing way Jeff is losing Howard's boots. Wow, wow. Jeff's team always gets up for big games that have meaning. This is one of those big moments. The situation traditionally isn't where Brom teams drop a clumper. Clunker, let's bleep and go. Go cards, go Kroger. That's a good point. Uh, and it's Ross. Um, Love you, Ross. I, I kind of. I mean, I I agree with them to a degree. I mean. Yeah, this is. I feel like this is a game that Jeff, Jeff knows like the importance of this game. He's going to put it on this team, and, and we as a team is going to recognize it. Where I don't think Miami's going to look at this the same way we are, and that's going to be their downfall. That and the fact we're going to kick their butt. Also, Mario Cristobal didn't play for Howard Schnellenberger. This means more to Jeff. This means more to our guys than it means to them. How does he? Who did he play? He played Randy Shannon or something? Who did he play? No, he's not that young. Mark Richt. There's no way. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> When did when did Cristobal play there? Um, he was I, a, he, I would say he was he would be. I mean, Dennis Erickson maybe nineteen eighty nine through ninety two. Yeah, Dennis Erickson then. Yeah, he Erickson took over in eighty nine. Then he played for the Amsterdam Admirals for two years as a pro. Yeah, so he played for the Dennis Erickson Miami team. That that's like no no, no they don't that, that don't know Schnelly like we know Schnelly. Yeah, that's not the real that's not the real Miami. That's not the real you. Get on my face. Texture says twenty seventeen honest versus Duke forever. That's the person's first text by the way. What was it? 2017 Honest versus Duke Forever. All right. I mean, I would say also 2019 David Johnson versus Duke Forever. Yeah. Or that was 21, I think. I mean, the, the best Honest story is me and Nick Coffey not realizing how to pronounce his name when we first signed him live on the air. I had gotten a heads up. I did the, not. We only, did not. <laughs> the only reason why I knew was because I'd gotten a heads up from his his cousin was a UofL student. It was like, hey, like my he's probably going to sign with Louisville. So I, I'd like done a little bit of research. But then, yeah, hearing everyone be like, anus mock mood, I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> you Well, you got and two hours of inside the press box of me saying it. <laughs> Dexter says, uh, for, oh, God, don't, know. we're not doing this. The, 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 the spirit children anthem. This is actually somebody actually took it. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. I did it in the Mickey Mouse voice once already. For reference regarding the Is this the same one we've already read, though? Yeah, it's the same thing. He just wants me to do it in a different voice. I did Mickey Mouse voice already. I won't do it in the Bobby Petrino voice. I'm I don't. Not, I, no, no, I don't remember the caca being at the end of it. Caca. Oh, I do. <laughs> okay. Coo 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 to do coo to who? Yeah, I remember doing the whole thing. 
I had a friend listening who was like, what the hell is this? My favorite I was like, people want me to read stuff in a Mickey Mouse voice. I don't know. I may have told this story before. I don't know. But my favorite thing when it involves the word caca would be the John Renshaw show. Have I ever told that story? No. I don't think I have time. I tell you what. We come back from the top of the hour. I'll tell it to you. Please, we're not starting the 5 o'clock hour with that. No. All right. Short story. He did an interview with a, with a guy from South Carolina. He was on uh, Who's Genetics. And we told him if he ever needed to take a break, just say caca. In the middle of interviewing Seth Emerson from the from the South Carolina, whatever it was, Seth Emerson's talking about Louisville basketball, Louisville football, and I don't know where Trenchard just goes, caca, caca. True pro. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> Five o'clock hour is up next. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 961, The Big X. This is Miami. This is Miami. Me, 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 me. Hello, New Albany Mayor Jeff Gahan here. It's football season in New Albany. We're behind our Bulldogs. the Big X, getting ready for another gigantic weekend of Louisville Cardinal football. Well, if we're ready for you, coming up in about 30 minutes. But Cards and Canes kicking off in about, what now, 19 hours in Coral Gables. Louisville, a one-point underdog now, according to most people who are making the odds for this one. Very rare. I mean, this is going to be, remember back in the, I can't remember who it was. It may have been Brett McMurphy, but one of those statistical models had Louisville favored in all 12 of its games. And remember, we all were like, cool, that's great news, but like, this is ridiculous. Like, like we'll be favored in like, you know, what, seven, eight games, maybe nine if we have a great season. Like, we're coming pretty close. If Louisville does wind up being the favorite in this game by kickoff, we're going to be favored in 11 out of 12 games, and we will have won the only game where we were an underdog. Like, that model was not not as ridiculous no, as it sounded at the right. time. It's kind of crazy. Uh, but cards. You should have trusted the model. Cards trying to win on the road for the first time in a long time. I mean, the only road game we've played in the last month or last six weeks was the pit game that we lost so uh, it'll, it'll be a test for sure Louisville looking to also lock up a bid a berth a trip to the ACC championship game uh, a win also would keep alive they're slim CFP hopes but more importantly we lock up a date with Florida State which is, is the big deal because when I look at this I, I don't want to like be overly sad because I, I or overly pessimistic I guess is the right word I know that the the stats, the numbers, they say Louisville has a 95.7% chance of going to the conference championship game. I, I see that. I'm not a math guy, though. I don't trust the numbers. I never have. When I see Kelly Dickey said, here's the scenario for Virginia Tech going to the conference championship game over us. Miami beats Louisville. It's a five-step process. Miami beats Louisville. North Carolina beats Clemson and NC State the next two weeks. Very possible. Virginia Tech beats NC State and Virginia. That's it. Like, I get that it's more likely that that does not happen, that all five of those steps aren't completed, 
than it is that they are. But 95% seems a little bit steep. Like, I, I look at that and I'm like, I, I mean, all five of those things could definitely happen. And North Carolina, their scenario is a little bit more complex. It's the same kind of thing. Miami beats Louisville, obviously. UNC wins its two games. And then Virginia, Virginia Tech loses to either NC State or Virginia. Syracuse beats Georgia Tech. Miami beats BC. And then Duke beats Virginia or Pitt, but not both. So North Carolina is a little bit more convoluted. Virginia Tech seems relatively straightforward. Let's keep it as simple as possible. Let's win the game tomorrow. Let's start booking trips to Charlotte. Let's get ready to beat Florida State. Yeah, I hate all that complicated math. I'm I'm a simple man. I just want to. I'm just gonna win and do my thing and 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 go head on down to Charlotte and beat up FSU. Damn right. Let's make it happen. Do you want to do a little? I mean, I mean, I know our game is of utmost utmost importance. But if we do win tomorrow, when would we do win tomorrow? A little. Who should we root for? Who should we root for? <laughs> Look at the scoreboard. <laughs> so for the cards to have a chance, uh, like I, I've looked at it. Here, here's the problem with looking at the scoreboard watching. Who's winning that game over there? I feel I like there's know. virtually no chance of us finishing ahead of every team in the Pac-12 because because even if they like Oregon loses or Washington loses, they're lost. The fact it is to Oregon. Well, yeah, I mean yeah. Washington's got Oregon State this weekend. Who yeah, on the road? Washington's undefeated. Oregon State is one spot behind us at eleven. I feel like if Oregon State beats Washington, they're going to jump us, and Washington will also stay ahead of us. So then you've got Oregon there with one loss. We're definitely rooting for Oregon to lose to Arizona State, who is three and seven. Dad, probably not going to happen. Probably not. Probably yeah. not going to happen. But they're laying twenty-five, I think, in that game. Yeah, and then Oregon will wrap up the season against Oregon State. So that's another one where it's like, I guess you would root for Oregon State over Washington. Oregon to lose to Arizona State, and then Oregon State to to beat. I mean, again, there's like there's no real hypothetical here that makes us all happy. Like like we're probably it's almost a guarantee that we're going to finish behind at least one of the Pac-12 schools. Yeah, I almost feel like because because of that, like we uh, maybe maybe it's just maybe we shouldn't like watch those scoreboards and like just drive us insane. Because maybe just focus on what we're doing. Well, yeah, we have to win first, obviously. Clearly, but Washington they finish up with Washington State. Was I guess they could lose that game. Well, I mean, I'd be. I mean, it's in the Apple Bowl. Was it the Apple Bowl or the game? Apple, Apple Cup, Cup, I think, yeah. right? Yeah, Apple that Cup. Right? You're, you're right, you're right. Uh, Last one, too. Yeah, I guess it will be. Washington State's been losing, I think it was like six in a row. Yeah, they're not playing well. I mean, Speaking of a uh, of little chance of, of go, working out well for us, we want Chattanooga to beat Alabama. Of course. That would be great. I mean, that whether it helps us in the standings or not, it would just be awesome, right? It'd be fun, yeah. I mean, regardless of if, whether or not it helps us, I would Greatest just, upset of all time if it happens? Yeah, it'd be up there. Right. It'd be nice. I don't know how good—I have no idea. Chattanooga's 7-3, and three, so they're not <laughs> terrible, but they're also an FCS team. Uh, we want, Missouri jumped us this week with two losses. They play Florida. Obviously, we're rooting for Florida there. Mm-hmm. Texas has one loss. They're ahead of us by a couple spots. They are playing Iowa State. Uh, on the road. Come on, Matt Campbell. Show us why your NFLs love you. Iowa State keeps letting me down when I bet on him, so I don't know how, how good I feel about that. <laughs> and then, kind of conflicted here, Tennessee, they've got three losses. I'm assuming they're never going to jump ahead of us. They played Georgia. And I guess there's an outside shot that like a two-loss Georgia team could fall all the way below us. So I guess we root for Tennessee over Georgia. But at this point, Georgia winning out just seems like the, you know, they would take care of a one-loss Alabama team. They would, whatever. I guess we root for UT over, over Georgia. So there's that. That's okay. pretty much it. That's pretty much the who. Who else do I root for? That's it. That's who. That's who I root for, for South Carolina, right? Well, it's South, of course, South Carolina over okay. Kentucky. Although, unless we unless we want UK to be riding high, maybe a little too high. I don't know. Yeah, so who cares? We're not pulling for UK. No, no. I want, I want them to be low, and then when they get to us, we bury them even lower. 
That's the, that's the goal. We can't knock them out of a, a bowl game, unfortunately, but we can knock them back down to 500. We can keep the possibility of them having a losing season on the table, which would be nice if they lose this week. Mm-hmm. All right, we got, uh, we'll have Big X Big Bets coming up at 530 along with our Pick'em segment, so we will take as many texts as we can get to here. Before then... Yeah, I need still one more. I only got two of my teams down. Okay. At 502-414-1450. Should I read this, this Spirit Children anthem in the Bobby voice? I did it last time, and we won. I kind of feel like I need to. Your Bobby voice or my Bobby voice? My Bobby voice. The, the Petrino voice. Oh, I say go for it. All right, let's do it real quick. Okay. <clears throat> we must all pay homage to the spirit children. Fighter of the moon children, emperor of the sun. Ah, Spirit children dance and play with unified glee and love. Moon children fear the stars, pay homage to the dark, and are ruled by the lunar gods, including that dastardly rascal Kansu and the little minx Koyo Chuhahui, and the irrepressible Sukuyomi no Mikoto. Kakao, kakao. Kuduhu, kuduhu. It has been written. It has been said. It is so. All right, I did my, I did my job. We won. I did my job. Texture says that wasn't so hard, was it? That's fine. Texture says, Mike, you're putting a lot of faith in KP. I'm assuming this is about the Coppin State Wyoming thing. That's <laughs> like what does Kenny Payne would win a game with Coppin State against the eight best high schoolers from Wyoming. I feel confident in saying that. I'm curious. Like when you read that, I was like, what could he be talking about? What faith in KP? That's a minimal amount of faith. I have it. <laughs> Texas says Joe Burrow is actually said to be good to go per Teresa Thompson. Oh, the the oh that poor girl on Twitter last night. Yeah, it, it, some of them were very funny. Some of them were funny. I mean, just but it was just like you could just go down for hours. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Texas does say that Rick Henry from Wagner went to Wyoming. I told you, and someone cared. He cared. Yeah. And Troy. And Troy, and he's your boss. You should care. Texas prediction, KP's last W at UofL will be by 20 points. What a way to go out. And that's your last Texas first text. <laughs> Texas, I legit laughed at sissy liberals in private schools. I would consider myself a liberal. My son goes to a private school. I hate all the other parents because they're insanely conservative. <laughs> I was say, yeah. Yeah, no, of all the, of all the insults to, to throw, like that's <laughs> it's not one that's going to land. You have a better chance to find more liberals at Wagner than probably to, to Trinity. Well, yeah. There's no question. Texas lost in Lovering from on uh, Utah is from Wyoming. Okay. Is that a porno person? No. Oh. It's a great name. I mean, it sounds like a porn name, doesn't it? Texas Bob Redman tells some fantastic Crabtree stories. Oh, I bet he could. I, I yeah, I bet he could. My favorite Bob Redman story is when he caught John Ramsey doing his impression of him. Because you know Ramsey's a very like very good impression. He would do an impression for of, of Redman that made his whole team like laugh. And one time it was like a classic like movie where like. John's doing it on the bus, and Redmond's right behind him, and he's like slowly realizing that he's behind him, and he was like, "Oh, this is not going to go over well." Crabtree and some of those other kids, like Rick Henry, and them, they used to because my uncle used to live like, well, his wife Joyce, her parents lived like right across the street from Wagner, like literally right across the street from Wagner, and uh, he had a basketball goal. So when I was a kid, like a lot of the basketball players would come over there and play pickup with my uncle and some other guys, and I'd always, uh, I think I was about maybe like nine, eight, nine years old when they were all in high school playing, so it was always cool. Texas says, random, but I sometimes think about Danny calling Josh Nickelberry the microwave, and it always makes me chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> it was a – he also compared himself to Josh Nickelberry. Benny Johnson wakes up in cold sweats hearing that. Josh Nickelberry, now he's, he's, he's playing pretty well for FSU. Yes. That's, probably, that's, a, that's the second first time Texas we've gotten. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Texas, the last two years I taught middle school. This year I have freshmen. It's a lot. I, God bless you. I, can't, I could never – So you just like moved up with them? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I went to a different school. That's true. Like, I, like if you if you were going to teach one age, what what age would you teach? 
Um, this is easy for me. I mean, I teach like elementary school. Yeah, too. I mean, like come first on. grade, second yeah. grade. It's it's the easiest. I mean, I did my my first job every summer kindergarten. After, yeah, 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 every summer after high school, I was the gym teacher at a summer camp for like at my mom's preschool. It was, you know, kids that were, I think, ages like four through seven. And it was, you know, it was easy. Were I mean, great. yeah, you could just teach them like basic, you know, don't hit somebody, share. You know. Ride on a scooter, set up some obstacle courses, let them have free play. It was great. Yeah, color inside the lines. I mean, it's, yeah. It, the only other one would be better than that would be second would probably be college professor because then you have like the borderline, you know, the students can sleep oh, with. Oh, stop. <laughs> Once again, you're living vicariously through film. You tell me it doesn't happen in college? I mean, I don't think as much as like. They always said in shows and movies. <laughs> Kelly Kapowski, <laughs> Professor Lasky situation. <laughs> Did you ever know any students that slept with the professors or vice versa? Professors, no. I can name one. I, I knew somebody in high school. Graveyard girl. That's that's who she oh, wanted God, dug up. A, was she actually, but yeah, but was she dating while she was in school? Yeah. Oh. That's not good. I, <laughs> I knew of a high school situation. Well, no, that's that's not. Actually, no. multiple that were very. <laughs> Very scandalous. I mean, that was just just Emmanuel Lester alone. <laughs> there are a few of them recently. Now that's now yeah, that's not probably. I mean, I say people are always going to say he said probably not. There's good. no probably about it. Well, you know, she's like 19 though. I mean, uh. <laughs> the same texture says uh, about moving up, not by design, but yes, I've been with kids born in 08, 09 for three straight years. That's when I graduated high school. It's a trip. My liquor cabinet is full. <laughs> I would think your liquor cabinet's empty by now. God, yeah, that would be. I, I couldn't do it. Texas, you know, every time I see a Louisville turnover, I kind of die inside because I know we're seeing the worst. <laughs> see, there's we need the twist. That's a good one. That's a good one. See, we need people to start changing it around a little bit, and that was perfect. Texas, can we please acknowledge the boundless energy and drive of Mason Riger? The dude is a freak. He's always making plays. He's I been incredible. It. He's been unreal. He was my uh, last game. I think I picked him as my my defensive impact he guy, did. and he had the one knockdown. He knocked down that pass uh, late in the game that was, uh, you know. Pretty impactful. He made a couple of big stops too. Like he's yeah. he, he's definitely everywhere. I did love there was one my podcast that I was listening to that was going over our defensive players and mispronounced I think every single one of their names. He was like Ashton Galote, and then they've got uh, on the line Jermaine Lowell, and then also Mason Rieger, who's very good. I was like this guy's just over three, just, <laughs> just cruising. And to be fair, if I, I would you I didn't know I would looking at his name on paper I'd pronounce it Rieger too. Well, I mean you mispronounce our own guys every day anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I did say to be fair. <laughs> Texas, the HVL effect sure didn't take long. No, it didn't. Although she's like, I, I think that you're seeing a lot of LSU people who are like, Haley plays every single minute because Kim Mulkey likes her because she sees so much of herself. Like that's already like that's already kind of becoming an issue. I can see that being something that becomes a season long thing. It's not going to go well down there. It's not and going I'm, well down there so far. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it so much. Texas guys, are you going to join the Bet ESPN book for even more free bets? And also, Mike, what if Uncle T is Brady? I've seen that that be a thing. <laughs> that would, yeah, I could see that too. Yeah, um, I had a buddy text me the other night. Asked, told me something about ESPN. Uh, here's the thing: I'm a one app guy, man. I'm old fashioned. I, I I just I do one app and one app only. I'm a I'm on DraftKings. So I mean, what can I say? I'm a DraftKings man. Yeah. But unless they want to give us some money, in which case we can be a whatever. I, I, I'm not going to be that guy with like nine gambling apps on my phone. I've got one. I've, well, I've got two technically because I have two DraftKings apps. One's for DFS and one's for gambling. Outside, that's it. I'm not putting any more on my phone. I get that it's a smart thing because when you sign up for these new sites, you get all these free bets and stuff. But it's kind of like, you know, we've talked about how everyone says like the smart thing to do 
is to you know, change your TV provider and your internet provider every couple of years so you get yeah. the best deals. And I'm like, it's just like it, the the headache. It's worth the extra money for me to just not deal with the headache of, of changing. Agree. I kind of feel the same way with this. Like it, it's you know the, the free bets are great, but I don't want to keep up with like 75 different apps. Hey, I, I can't do it. Amen, Mike. Amen. And people would do that with me with horse, with horse racing too because I was on Twin Spires and they'd be like, you know, TVG's got these this many free bets. And I was like, I don't want to just go through the whole hassle of setting it up. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, people say something. Why don't you switch? You need to switch. I'm, like, I just, I'm comfortable. Texas, the glue sniffer was a nod to TK's Tommy Boy reference. Okay, my bad. Sorry, but it was, it, still, it was still funny. Did not catch it at all. Because remember when I talked about the, the okay, Braun being the guarantee on the box. Yes. And I was like, you know, now you got the you know, the, the, the tooth fairy in there sn- snipping glue and taking change off your dresser, yeah. Your daughter's knocked up. I've seen it a hundred times. There's this Trevor quote. I never get got the appeal of sniffing glue. Anyone want to bet that he not only got toxic glue because adults knew exactly what he'd do with the other kind? <laughs> he got non-toxic glue. I am that moron that probably as a kid tried to sniff the non-toxic glue, yeah. I remember all those rumors growing up. Like They were like, if you smoke pencil shavings, it'll get you just as high as weed. I was like, no, it won't. No, it won't. That's, you know who told you that? The, the guy that ripped you off by selling you pencil shavings. And oregano. Yeah, that's who told you that. Now, I do remember the if you have seeds in it, it'll make you st- uh, st- uh, sterile. I don't remember ever hearing that. Oh, I do. I remember Mountain Dew making you sterile. I've heard that rumor. I've heard that 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 is it, would that be an urban legend or a wives' tale? Well, I think it was like it was technically true. It was like that yellow five that they put in stuff. Yeah, but it was like yeah. it, it was like you know it made you like one millionth less. Like you know it was like a very it was not going to keep you from having kids. You hear that pop in the bowl from a seed. You're like, uh oh, someone's not having kids this weekend. I'd always just heard that weed just alone made you like lose sperm count, but uh, I didn't know that. I just no. I no idea if it's true. I miss, <laughs> I miss when like when those days like when mysteries were out there. Instead, like now kids are just like, well, let me Google. Just it Google, yeah, I know it does kind of kill it, doesn't it? Back then, it was like an argument that lasted your entire childhood. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. You right now there is no arguing. I mean, it's like, it's like I got a fourteen ACT. Somebody's like, well, I got thirty. Good for you. You you memorize stuff. I can just Google now on a daily basis. I mean, I thought that little. Why Kim, do I got to learn? I thought that little Kim rumor was true for like ten years. I had no way to look it up and fact check it. What was? I can't say it on air. Oh. <laughs> Texas says, I feel more comfortable with Jeff against good teams than bad teams. It does seem to kind of be, I mean, so far, limited sample size, just a year. We've, we should have more faith in the, you know, the Duke game, the Notre Dame game. Like, we've been better in those games than we have been against Virginia and Pitt. So, yeah. What do you mean the songs are terrible on their own? You're, you're terrible. What are you talking about? It's the text you just read. I, the text I just read had nothing about songs. Oh, I was reading the text above. Never mind. Sorry. You stopped jumping ahead on the text line. I actually didn't jump. <laughs> Never mind. It was. It was. I was jumping back. You hadn't read it. You said it was a oh, text sorry. you skipped. Did yeah. I miss something? Yeah, it was the the guy who made this. Oh, uh, Trevor. I gotta say, not feeling yeah. the music today. Make it seem makes it seem like you're rooting for Miami. Also, the songs are just terrible on their own. Well, they are terrible. <laughs> I'm not rooting for Miami. I just. I mean, come on. Get pumped up. You're talking about going to Miami. We're going. We're gonna go partying. I kind of agree with the texture. Yeah, a little bit. You're throwing too. off the vibes a little bit. No, it don't matter. You're throwing off the vibes. You're being negative. I'm the one to be all positive. Texas, as a uh, Bengals fan, I needed this hilarious KP remix more than I even knew. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of a change. I feel bad. I haven't, I haven't reached out to my buddy Paco yet. He's a dire Bengals fan. He's been preaching that, you know, we're going to go to Vegas and watch the Super Bowl this year. Because um, Bengals fans, man, I just, that window doesn't stay open long. And, and, you, and it sucks for him because now it's simply closed for the year. You want to talk about jinxes, though? We both 
picked Joe Burrow to, to, to be the MVP of the NFL this Did year. Did we? Yeah, and I picked the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. We both we, we had the exact same – I'll let you pick first. We had the exact same Super Bowl and the exact same MVP. The only difference was you had the Eagles over the Bengals. I had the Bengals over the Eagles. And we both, I think, jinxed the Bengals. I think the last two years we've you've had um, since we've been doing the show and I've done the predictions for NFL, I think I have completely cursed everyone up. I think the year before I said Aaron Rodgers redoing it one last time, and he had the horrible year in Green Bay. I am just like, <laughs> I'm serious, man. I just need to shut up. Uh, our our guy who always bets the you know the, the other team. This so like scared. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to read two things at the same time. Yeah, yeah. The guy who always makes the bet money line and against the spread for our opponent to keep us winning has now sent an official picture of his his bet. So we're good to go. Shout out to David. He's mm, been, I making the, it work. I thought it was basketball guy. Does that? You mean for football? Why would you do it for basketball? If he's doing it, he's not doing a great job. The guy who always makes the – he's been doing this for like since the beginning of the season. He bets $5 money line and $5 to cover on our opponent. And he was like, do I have to keep doing it because we're winning? And we were like, yeah. Okay. David's doing it. Good job, Dave. Everyone keep doing their part. You're helping this team win. Texas, let's go, boys. Uh, get, get sat. I want to book my Orange Bowl flight. Well, what? I mean, I wouldn't book the Orange Bowl flight just yet. Who does Cincinnati lose to this week? Um, well, they won last week. The one time I put them on Big X, Big Bets. Oh, they play at West Virginia. They could win that. Interesting. I wonder what the that game is. Miami, Georgia, by the way, in basketball, Miami leads by 13, if you're wondering. I was. Thank you. You were. Um, Utah trails Houston. Well, Houston's number six in the country. 37-30. Oh, now I know that. I'm done for the show. Yeah. And Notre Dame's up 33-25 at halftime on Oklahoma State. So the, I think the, the Notre Dame-Louisville debate may have been solved already. I don't care what they do in the second half. They're better than us right now. Texture says... We did a school-wide election during the 2015 primaries, and more people voted for Trump than went to the school. <laughs> it took me a second to get that. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's a good joke. Texas says, we need to hear Trevor's Bobby. No, we don't. Mark. What was that? Mike. It makes me so uncomfortable. Like I, I'm not even joking. I don't. I don't like it. I want you to feel comfortable, Mike. I want you to feel warm and cozy. It doesn't sound anything like Bobby's World. Oh, why are you so mean to me? Texas. Says, <laughs> <laughs> I do like the. Okay, my heart. Stop. That's enough. It's hard to die. That's enough. <laughs> Texas, I think Dan Dockage is the texture who said private schools are for liberals. <laughs> I like that this person. That's pretty nice. like This that. person corrected their text, but, but the first text, the initial, it initially just read, "Between Mark Stoops, who do you think is the bigger tool?" And I just wanted to be like, "Yes." And then he <laughs> it just says Mark Stoops only. He corrected it then to say, "Between Shane Beamer and Mark Stoops, who do you think is the bigger tool?" Beamer is a he's a loser. Uh, Shane Beamer, not. Frank. I think Shane Beamer is a bigger tool than Stoops. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know if there's really a winner or loser in this, in this situation, really. Texas, the liberals at private school take made me think back when I was at St. X, and there was a young Republican and young Democrat clubs, and the Republicans outnumbered the Democrats 45 to 4. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that's changed anytime soon, unless you're an angry guy who thinks that it's just, you know, all these these private school kids. I mean, liberals do, and there are the private liberals at private schools, just they are the minority. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. case in point. I mean, we weren't, wasn't totally alone, but it was mostly alone. Texture says, we're not making the, uh, Texture says, and if Arizona wins out, Oregon State doesn't have a shot at the Pac-12 title. 
So no chance of them padding their resume with three straight huge wins. So basically he's saying Oregon State finishes with both Oregon and Washington. If they beat both and then we run the table, then the Pac-12 won't finish above us. Well, I mean, wouldn't there still be – I mean, I think Oregon State in that hypothetical would finish above us with two losses. I think they would jump us. Who? Oregon State. If they ran the table, like they're already one spot behind us. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because in that case they'd also be beating Oregon and – uh, Washington, Washington, and then a, one of them yeah. again in the Pac-12 title game. Yeah, so they probably would jump us. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, I like to think we we would be able to hold a lot of people off with our FSU win, and we will, I think. Uh, but maybe, I mean, yeah. But beating one top ten team opposed to somebody who just beat like three. <laughs> I guess you just bank on the fact that no two lost power conference team has ever made the playoff. I mean, that's just, what we would say. I would just bank on the fact that there's probably a guarantee that you have a minimum one Pac-12 team in the in the playoff, and maybe two. I think that's right. Like one is a guarantee. I, that's already given. Texas says the Spirit Children gods are very pleased with Mike being a good sport. They will not require Mike to read the Spirit Children anthem again. Well, if we win now, I feel like we kind of have to do another yeah. one next week. I'll have to do it in the goofy voice. Or maybe I. Maybe it's at one You're point. not doing it in the Bobby voice. <laughs> We'd lose the UK by a billion, and then I'd blame you for. I'd quit the show. I'd blame you forever. <laughs> I start getting hate mail in my house nonstop. It'd be just for me. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, Mike. Why you got to keep leaving these bags of poo burning on my front lawn? I'd egg you the hell out of your house. <laughs> Texas Brom Squad. That's right, baby. Damn right. Where'd you get that shirt at? Texas, I feel like we take the dominance of the volleyball team for granted a little. Trevor, can we get a rendition of the Anna DeBeer song to pay them homage? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> In the Anna DeBeer, baby. <laughs> Don't you know that we're going to beat ya? In the end of the beer, darling, we're gonna spike the hell out of you. That's good. <laughs> I missed it. It's coming back. Always, my first time ever hearing that song was on The Simpsons when when home, when, when when Bart switched it out at the, at in the, the church. Garden to of Eden. Eden. <laughs> Which I thought it actually was until you corrected me on the show. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing when I was a kid still. Because I, mean, I think that was like season two. So I, I think it was more, more than like 10 or 11 when that came out. Texas says rubber cement, gasoline, new blacktop, creosote. Uh, I don't know what's that word. Creosote at the train yard. All our favorite chemical smells of mine. <laughs> okay, right. so this is just about some dude that's just sniffing stuff. Yeah, I, don't know. I guess yeah. Is new? Can you get a buzz off new blacktop? Yeah, sure. Why not? Huh. Texas, congrats, Mike. I have no idea. Thank you. <laughs> Texas says. <laughs> they just say, they just say thank, thank you. you. I appreciate that. Texas Trevor's MVP picks are equivalent to being on the Madden cover. Well, it's mine too. Not, so. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, they're not. You're not too far off on that. I think it, didn't someone finally like debunk that curse one year? I, I think somebody was it Mahomes it. or something did it or probably someone did finally. Yeah, I mean, what do you expect? You're gonna of course you're gonna have a curse. You can put Peyton Hillis on the cover. Do you really think he's going back to back good years anyway? Texas, we should all tweet at Jack Plummer our support for him to boost his confidence. I don't know if that – I think that may have a reverse effect. I I, I, I listen, I, I know I say don't tweet bad stuff. Don't even just – just leave the athletes alone. Sometimes when you do stuff like that – If you're like not that, friends with them, then, then don't bother tweeting at sometimes them. Sometimes when you do stuff like that, I think it has a reverse effect. Like, I remember my senior year of high school, like, I was in a huge slump. And, and like, <laughs> the coaches were like, everybody get up. Come on, like, let's help Mike get out of that. And I was like, well, I'm definitely not going to get a hit now. I'm like, I <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure I fly, flew out. I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't need this right now. I'm, I'm very aware of what's happening. Just, just stop. Just treat me like I'm normal, please. 
<laughs> Texas Trevor, it wasn't a joke. Someone somehow got in the system and gave like 600 extra votes to Trump at the school. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know who thinks it's just liberals. It wasn't a joke. My bad. That's still pretty funny, though. Texas, I heard the same rumor about KP being done you know, they, from my friend I mean, who's not on Twitter, week. the boards, and it was on air, like you said. Do we have smoke at the Vatican? I mean, that, there's been a rumor like that for the last week, and I, I just— After I, every game, yeah. It's going to keep going. Like, it, it'll be—I mean, like there were rumors about Satterfield every week for a while. Uh, maybe it's true. I couldn't tell you for sure. I, I, I don't know. I agree. Texas is not to defend uh, the angry guy, but there are some more left-wing private schools, too. I think the Catholic schools tend to be more conservative. Well, yeah. I mean, what was he was he saying? It's all not all, all Catholic schools are. are I, I think there are some private schools, especially in different parts of the country, that are that lean heavily left. Here, the vast majority of, of private schools are right leaning. I mean, Christian Academy leans right. KCD, I think, is kind of. Yeah, like, I would right. think Trinity and Saint X are both. Mm. Trinity and Saint X and, and the I mean, all the Catholic schools lean right. Yeah. Texas, when it comes to our ranking in the CFP, we do need to remember if we went out, it will be some of our best wins of the year. Those have to help us strength-wise, for sure. They will. I'm just about, but again, like we just said, though, if you're comparing it to a Pac-12 school, I mean, us getting one good win over Florida State just doesn't do enough to match Oregon Oregon State beating three top 15 no. teams. I mean, Texas says, has Trevor ever considered getting dentures? I'll hang up and listen. Yeah. Gives you some veneers. Yeah, there's. Uh, I've thought about it. It's expensive. Yeah, it's not, it's not cheap. Like, I have to do, like, the whole, like, like you know, like, uh, Christian Bale coming out of, like, the fighter prison and stuff. You know, I got to do the whole refront. So, it's, it's I mean, it's, I'm going to be honest with you, it's somewhere between about maybe five ten thousand dollars $10,000. Gosh. It ain't, yeah. That's crazy. That it's if, if it was, you're, we're talking, like, a grand, 1500 Trevor would have had it done a long time ago. But <laughs> it's like, when, you, when you're talking, when you start talking, you know, five, six digits. You start getting need one more year of fading Louisville basketball bets. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much yeah. Now Petrino. I wonder not, why you keep advocating for Kenny Payne to get one more year. If Petrino had not been fired in eighteen, they kept him for one year. Maybe I'd be rolling in through teeth right now. But no. <laughs> Let's take our last break. When we come back, we'll get to our big X big bets of the weekend. Make some picks of the biggest games ahead, and then get you ready one last time for Louisville Miami tomorrow. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Happy Friday to you. Here from all of us here at fourteen fifty and ninety six one. The Big X. Love you, Archie. Archie's back. The Archie, cards are baby, back. We ready. Hopefully, Coming the down back. Ten, I mean, wait, 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 abrupt cutoff there. Sorry. It's okay. I'm going to take that U-turn it sideways and shove it straight up rocks. I mean, think about it. We've been in this position a few times now over the last decade and a half where we've been 9-1. and one. This has been kind of a, a dangerous spot for us over the years. Most famously in 2016, we're 9-1. We dropped the game to Houston. It starts a three-game slide to end the year. We got the, the 2012 team that started 9-0. We lose two in a row after you know 9-1 that we lose to UConn. Like, 
10 and 1 is very, very rare air for this football program. I, have we ever been 10 and 1? I, I honestly don't I mean, even. Really, dude, why you got to be the, the blue and red lights in my rearview mirror to kill my buzz? I, we're not killing buzz. I'm saying this I mean, is what's at stake in this game. I'm saying that we can do something that we have not done in a long, long time. I don't know if we've ever been 10 and 1. We can lock it. We've never, I know we've never played in a conference championship game. I know we've never well, been to a college football though, playoff. We, until we got the ACC, I don't think we've Trevor, what, you, Now you're killing my buzz. <laughs> Your buzz sucks. <laughs> I'm trying to lay out what's at stake. If you would stop interrupting me with mm. just like, Ugh. there's a lot on the line in this game tomorrow. Louisville has a ton to play for. It's rare that we've been in late November, mid-November, the week before Thanksgiving, where we've had a UofL football game that has been this meaningful. This is reason to get whew, awfully excited, awfully anxious, all the emotions get him out of your system now because we are now a mere almost 18 hours away from kickoff noon on abc who this is a big one we've also never won in miami before a chance to make history on a variety of levels is at stake for jeff brom and company these are the types of games that we thought about that we dreamed about when we wanted jeff brom hired when we got him and now they're right there within our grasp let's get this done tomorrow before we do all that though it's time once again, Friday tradition, our big X, big bets of the weekend. We go with this. Do we go this first, or do we go with the pick them first? We do big X, big bets first. Okay. We've only done it for like seven weeks now. <laughs> well, it hasn't been more than that, right? Seven, exactly. This will be the eighth week. Did we not do it in the first week? We did. We started doing it when, when gambling was legal. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we did wait. Your boy needs a win here. After a ridiculously hot start. I mean, I went eight and I was eight and one after the first three weeks. Yeah, I've had it's, it's the way it works. I've, I've had three consecutive losing weeks. I now am 11, uh, nine and one on the season. Trevor, if you're wondering, has somehow come from way behind to take a lead in the big X, big best. You are 12 and nine. Make it money people. So it's time to give some, make it rain. Money. All right. I'm starting in the pack 12. It's a game that we actually just talked about. Okay. Washington, undefeated, number five in the country. We both love the coaching staff there. Mm-hmm. We both love Michael Penix. They're underdogs on the road against uh, Oregon State. They are. Who's number 11, depending on where you can get the, the line. I think it was two and a half this morning. I'm seeing it now at plus one. I think Washington wins this game straight up. I think they're on a path to the playoff. I don't think that they're going to lose. I think they're going to go 13-0. They'll win who, against whoever they play in the conference championship game. Probably a rematch against Oregon. I think Washington is too good to fail right now. They get it done. On the road in Corvallis over DJ Uyunglele and the Beavers. Ah, DJ Uga Uga. I miss you sometimes. Uh, I'm going to stay in the Big Ten because I've had good luck in the Big Ten. Except for you, Minnesota. I freaking hate you sometimes. Um, and unfortunately, that Minnesota hatred came from one of the teams I'm betting against this week. Don't take the over. I'm not touching the over-under, even though it's very fashionable to take the under when you talk about the Iowa Hawkeyes. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Illinois, I know they, they they bit me a little bit last week with the Indiana game. This is not Indiana's defense they're having to come back on. I was boringly 8-2, and two, and I do mean that as nicely as I can. So boring. So boring. Yet they are 8-2, and, and they're the best of kind of the best it is the second group of the Big Ten. Illinois is not. I like Iowa minus three hosting Illinois this week. Hey, this is this is an easy bet to me. I think Iowa wins this game double digits. They might win it three nothing. 
Well, let's make it five nothing. Let's get a safety on it. I do. I mean, they can't make these over unders low enough. Like last it's week, thirty one this week. Last week it was I think thirty and a half, and then at halftime that game was three nothing. And I was yeah. like, it, like, the in game over under was like eighteen and a half. I'm like, this is outrageous. They they did hit the under last week, and, and but Iowa almost topped it by themselves. Unreal. Because remember, I think if, if, I, if I were correct, Iowa took a knee. They had the ball like in the, like the under the inside the ten. Did they? And they decided instead of trying to score, they just, just took a knee. Yeah. Classic Iowa football. Yeah, twenty two nothing over Rutgers last week. <laughs> Defense is great. Maybe think about getting some sort of offense, and you could probably win a national title. Maybe. Just a thought. Just a thought. I mean, I'm, yeah, but then they played since Penn State. They lost like 35 to nothing. That's true. I'm going back. I'm actually in the Big Ten, and I'm going with an under. It's just not the one that we're talking about. How about Michigan-Maryland? I, I think that Michigan, since they stopped cheating, the offense has not been exactly lighting up anybody. The offense doesn't look great. They keep trying to make statements. They just can't do it. And Maryland had a dynamic offense at the beginning of the season. They've quietly been pretty anemic in recent weeks. They've lost four of their last five games. Even in victory last week, they only scored 13 points against Nebraska. They scored 15 against Penn State the week before. Um, They have not gone over 30 since the very beginning, first part of the season. They haven't gone over 30 since they beat Indiana. The over-under here is 49.5. I think it's too much. I'm going with the under, Michigan-Maryland, under 49.5. So you're taking the over-under? Yeah, I'm taking the under. Okay, I never touch over unders. You're on your own that one. I've not hit an under yet. I've hit, a, <laughs> I've hit several overs. This is my so, do you feel like maybe you should take my advice and stay away my, from them? Only my third try on an under. They haven't been good to me uh, so far, but I, I'm, I'm bound to get one. The law of averages says I'm going to get one. All right. Well, this team was good to me last week, and they've been good to me. And you know when they played Louisville because we we crushed them. I, I don't give me the. I'm not going to give you a bunch of inside news. I'm not going to give you a bunch of stories and, and, and breaking down the stats. I'm just going to tell you this. You want to count something? Don't count stats. Count money. Take Tech hosting NC State this week, minus two and a half. I like the Hokies to keep winning. All right. I don't hate that. Uh, my last pick, I'm actually going to the NFL for the first time. I thought about going to the NFL. There's one game that I saw. Like, it just it does not make sense to me. It's a line that stands out. I don't know if it's going to still be there at this number on Sunday, but if you can get it right now, go ahead and get it. The Dolphins Raiders, minus 12 and a half. It, that seems way too low. Dolphins are rolling. They're coming off a bye week. The Raiders suck. Uh, I think that, that Miami wins this game going away comfortably. And they're also their new HBO show is starting this week. They got all the juice. Dolphins minus 12 and a half. Lock it up. You can watch that Barry thing coming out on Prime. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited about it. I bet you are. I told you, if it's anything like the Kelsey one, they did the Kelsey one on Prime, and it was really good. Have you seen all of Travis Kelsey's tweets that people have unearthed from like when he was at Cincinnati? Oh, good Lord. I can't imagine. He was kind of a party, pothead kind of kid. They're so. very they're, they're very much like, like he's like, I fed fed some bread to a squirrel, and the squirrel went ham on it. He, sp- he spells squirrel like S-Q-U-I-R-L-E. Mm, yeah. All these people are like Taylor Swift, and they're like posting lyrics from when she was <laughs> in, t- in 2010. There was like Travis Kelsey in 2010. He's like, man, the moon looked crazy tonight. Ha ha. <laughs> you watched that documentary about about Jason and him, like that follows Jason to that year or last year. He wouldn't surprise you. Some of the stuff, I mean, again, Jason met his wife on Tinder while he was a center for the NFL in the NFL. And it fell asleep on their first date at a bar. Incredible. So awesome. Oh, he's my idol. He's my spirit animal. Um, my last one's a lock. And I don't think this is a lock because it's also weird. I have not done this once in how many times? How many weeks have we been doing this now? This is the eighth one. Eighth one. I think this is the first time I've put Louisville on my big X. Oh. But I'm doing it now. And yes, I'm not. Texas? No, 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 no. I was thinking about making that one of them as a joke, too. But I went on went with Botech instead. Bonus take Texas covering on Sunday. No, this is for me. Tomorrow, Brom Squad, baby. I guess I can give it to you now. This is somewhat a prediction of our game, but I'm going to cards getting plus one. Hammer it, 
Hammer it. Hammer it like your name is Robert McCune. Hammer, hammer, hammer. I like that confidence. I'm, I'm definitely going to let you end the show today. Uh, so you've got – Thank you. <laughs> so recap, we've got – Virginia Tech was minus two and a half, right? Yes. Okay. We've got me, 11-9-1 on the, on the year so far. I've got Washington plus one, taking the win straight up. I've got, I really thought about doing that one too. I've got Michigan, Maryland under 49 and a half, and then I've got the Dolphins minus 12 and a half. Trevor's got Iowa minus three, Virginia Tech minus uh, two and a half, and then Louisville plus one. Take the money line as well. Parlay that with the Washington game. There you go. Those are your big X, big bets of the weekend for week eight. We move on now to our pick'em segment. And Trev, like, like <laughs> this is interesting because I never know where we where well, I'm when with. I added this up, like I, I was kind of shocked. So we had a bunch of different picks last week. We were like, we had a bunch. I'm like, ooh, I won this one. Trevor lost this one. We both ended up six and four again. So I, I took Trinity. And I, and I'm defending champion from last year, right? You are. You're, you're down pretty down six still. I took Trinity. You took St. X. That was a win for me. Yeah, I know. I took New Mexico State. You took Western. That was a win for me. I took USC. You took Oregon. That was a win for you. Yay. I took Tennessee. You took Missouri. That was a win for you. I bet that one, too. That was a win. I took Arizona. You took Colorado. You keep betting against Jed Fish. I, I don't, don't know keep why. betting, but in my fairness, like they did. Three kick, weeks in a row. They did have to kick a field goal at the buzzer to win that game. Colorado did almost make me look smart. Well, you were wrong. And then I took uh, I took Penn State. You took Michigan. So we it all evened out. We had six six of the ten games we differed on, and we still ended up with the same record. Now for the season, I am 77-33. and 33. You are 71-39. and 39. Still good. We'll start with our Kentucky High School game of the week. We're getting into the quarterfinals of the playoff. It's slim pickings. There's only one game locally that pits two local teams. You've got some big games. Mail. Mail is going to play Frederick Douglass. That's a huge game for them. Uh, Trinity's playing McCracken County. Ballard's playing somebody. Um, I know Atherton's, I think, posting Owensboro. But the only game that I think is pitting two local schools is in 3A, the Central Yellow Jackets, Titans uh, of 2A and 3A now, on the road taking on Christian Academy of Louisville, who's been fantastic recently under Hunter Cantwell. They played a fan- they played a really close game in the regular season. TK, who you like here? Who say the, who the who's Central at Christian Academy? Ooh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Central. Go with Stone because uh, their their best player's name is Stoned. Cortez Stone. Well, yeah. it's not Stoned. It's Stone. Oh, close enough. He is a Louisville recruit. He is. I know. Yeah, we're running back. I'm going Christian Academy. We're going to differ again here. Good, good, good. I trust good. the 3A to defending champions. They won a close game against Central in the regular season. I think they get it done again this week. But we haven't mentioned that Louisville offered that kid from Washington County High School, the, the basketball player who plays at the school that Mary goes to. You mentioned it yesterday. Oh, I did at the end. I, yeah, I can't you, brought, it, you brought it up. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it happened right at the end. Commodores. Of the Commanders. Commanders. So close. C O M M A N D E R S. <laughs> I know the cheers. Because you tweeted it, too, because every time I go, I'm, when I went on Twitter last night, like every time it would it was stuck on the for you. Oh, the for you. Or not, or not, yeah, and it would, you were at the top every time with your little retweet of that. I'm like, I was listening to the show when he said it. Why don't need it on Twitter? Sorry. It's okay. I hate when it does the for you. I know. All you have to do is click a button. I know. It's still, but it's, a, it's a pain. I don't want to. Oh, that. I think the congrats. I, I won that radio Twitter contest. Thank you, guys. You want a radio contest? Remember the guy was doing like the favorite radio host in Louisville, all the different like votes, and you were oh, yeah. mad that you weren't in it. Sweet. I beat Mark I did look that up. The finals. I, it you. turned out to be basically you, Nick, and 680. Like, you, were, you and Nick were the only two. Whoever does that thing, pretty, I just assume listens to 680 only. Because it was every 680 host on there except for Well, you it's and Louisville. Nick. It's like Cardinals guys. It's not yeah. just, yeah. I mean, Valvano's on there. Because there were some people I'd never heard of on there. Because uh, I just don't listen. They were, I'm assuming they were newer to 680 that I don't know about them. Well. Thank you to everybody who voted. You're welcome. We appreciate it. I didn't vote for you, but okay. I, I knew you didn't. I voted for Nick. 
We go with. Uh, <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> we go with uh, local teams here. We'll pick the local games. You, you'll be able to hear this game right here on our airwaves, 1450 The Big X. It is, I mean, how about this? Indiana favored, the home favored Indiana Hoosiers taking on Michigan State. It's going to be a, what, what time is that game? Noon. 11 o'clock pregame, 12 o'clock noon. Thank you. Noon kickoff on BTN. Indiana's a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. The mighty, I mean, both teams three and seven and one and six in conference play. <sighs> Disastrous season for both. TK, who you like here? This one almost made my, made my big X list. I, I did see Michigan State, I think, is the most bet on underdog this week. I mean, it's, yeah, I know, I know, and I know it's hard to say because, you I mean, we've seen what they've done. I mean, it's been Michigan State. They've had one win since, like, week two, and that was against Nebraska. Cause, and who else, who doesn't beat Nebraska, right? Um, at least in close games. So true. I just I think Indiana like like what was Miami the spirit their spirit was killed last week against FSU in that loss Indiana's was last week against Illinois what spirit they had left uh, I'm going Michigan State win this game take okay. take the points on the Spartans we both took Indiana to upset Illinois we almost called that right we should we probably should have gotten it right I think they're still trying I think Michigan State gave up a long time ago I'm going to take Indiana here I don't feel confident about it at all. But I mean, if you're betting on three and seven Big Ten teams this late in the season, God love you. I, I mean, mean, they just beat Nebraska just two weeks ago. So who did Michigan State? But like you said, everybody beats Nebraska. That's a good point. I mean, I still, I did say that you can <laughs> you can not try and beat Nebraska. Can you tell me their other two wins? The Central Michigan and Richmond. Well, you didn't give me a chance, but you no, would have gotten. But, but no, anyway. I couldn't have. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't have gotten Central Michigan. Rich either. who? Rich what? <laughs> All right, so two picks, two different. We've got uh, the other local game of notes besides UK, which we'll get to in just a second. The Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, which you can hear on. Uh, That game will be on WFIA, I believe, because it's uh, at 2 o'clock. Which you can hear on WFIA. I'm not sure the number there. The 900. 900 WFIA. 330 uh, Western is hosting Sam Houston. Tops need a victory to get bowl eligible. They're 5-5 right now, 3-3 in CUSA. They're 12.5-point favorites here. Against uh, the fight, what is Sam Houston the Bearcats? Uh, this is Bobcats, aren't they? Bobcats, is that right? They're, they're they're a cat. Is it Bob or Bear? Bearcats. They're, bear, okay. They are the Bearcats. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, two and eight on the season. TK, who you like here? Uh, Sam Houston bit me in the butt one week, but that was on my midweek. Uh, that was where I realized I don't bet midweek games. Um, but going to Toppers, Sam Houston's been bad this year. Uh, toppers win, but don't no no Toppers cover twelve and a half. Tops get it done. I think they yeah. win. I don't think they cover. I'm gonna say they win by ten. Big close cover, but I think I'll take them on the cover. We go to the SEC. SEC, it just means more. The uh, Kentucky, does, I feel like Kentucky plays every single game on the SEC network this year. They a lot at night. I've built that every year personally. They're on the road taking on a South Carolina team that needs a win to stay, uh, have a chance to, of getting to a bowl game. South Carolina needs to win this one and then beat Clemson next week. They are a two point home favorite actually over UK. Seven thirty kickoff in Columbia on the SEC network. TK, who you like? South Carolina takes lead early. Kentucky comes back, wins the game. But uh, so take take Kentucky. I think this is. I mean, th- th- I'm not going to make it a big X, big bet, but I, I think this is a dummy line. Like I, I think UK is way better than South Carolina. I, do too. I think they're going to go down there and win. Um, I I think that that number I think is wrong. I think the wrong team's favorite. I do like a few road dogs this year. I don't know if this is a pick, but I kind of like Florida getting at 11 against Missouri too. Hey, wouldn't hate it. I mean, I, just, I like Missouri, but I just don't see them. Bl- I think it's going to be like a 7-10 point win. I don't think they're blowing them out by double digits. At 2-30, I don't know why this game's on the Pac-12 network. We have a we have a, a game featuring two top 25 teams on the Pac-12 network in 2023. What are we doing here? Number 22, Utah, 7-3 and on the season, 4-3 and in the Pac-12, on the road, taking on the Jeff Brom of the West and Arizona, the number 17-ranked Wildcats, and Jed Fish, 7-3, and 5-2 and in the Pac-12, 
Still an outside shot of playing for a Pac-12 championship. Arizona is a one-point home favorite. TK, who you like? I'm torn on this one. You, I mean, how many times are you going to bet against? I Jeff know, I know, and I trust me. I, when I was doing the Big X picks, this one was on that list of Do I want to pick it? Do I want to pick it? Uh, I'm. I can't do it anymore. I can't go against it anymore. I'm sorry, Lord. There is of Jed, the Lord Fish. I am. I apologize. Go, go, fighting fishes. Arizona beats the Utes. Mormons suck. Uh, Arizona wins and covers. Obviously, they cover because I'm minus one. Here's the thing. Uh-oh. Nobody knows Jed Fish like I know Jed Fish. You do know Jed Fish. Jed Fish ain't getting it done this weekend. Oh, no. Utah on the road ruins the Jed no. Fish madness. You're going to be cursing Jed Fish when we get on the air on Monday. The it's fish all went about bad. The it's all about the Utes. The West Coast Jeff Brom can't get it done. The East Coast Jeff Brom does. Georgia at Tennessee is 3.30 on CBS. It's their game of the week. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna fry for that one. Bulldogs, 10-point favorites as they inch closer and closer to getting a shot for a three-peat national championship. Any hope of Rocky Top springing the upset this weekend? No. And again, this is another one I consider my big X. I like Georgia to win and cover this one. I think they're going to just roll on Tennessee on yeah, the road. Georgia's kind of rolling right now. Like they, yeah. they, they look scary good. And I'm I mean, like, they, and they just now got Bowers back. So, I mean. We go to the ACC. 3.30 on ESPN. North Carolina on the road taking on Clemson. If Clemson wins, it doesn't matter what Louisville does in its game. The cards are going to the conference championship game. Carolina, number 20 in the country, but a seven-and-a-half-point road dog at Memorial Stadium. Trevor, who wins? Um, I'm going to take Carolina with the upset on the road. I'm going Clemson. I think Clemson wins. I think that we're in regardless. Hopefully we get it done a few hours earlier. Clemson's been playing better recently. Carolina's, I think, still fraudulent. They, they should be. There's no reason for them to be 8-2. and two. They should be 7-3. and three. They got beat last week. Uh, I don't know what Kansas State and Kansas call their rivalry, but it's happening. It's 7 o'clock on FS1. The Governor's Cup. Yeah, I don't think that's a. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, the Wildcats are seven and three and number twenty-one. The Jayhawks are seven and three and number twenty-five. K-State though is a ten-point road favorite in Lawrence. Trevor, who wins? Kansas State wins, but does not cover. I agree with that. I think Kansas State wins, doesn't cover. By the way, you want to know what their, their, their robbery is named? What? The Sunflower Showdown. It's the lamest name I've ever heard of for a football. I'm glad there. I've never heard of it either. They uh, do the, the Governor's Cup is what they call it though. Oh really? It, they got, it's yeah. They fight for the governor's cup, but the the matchup is called between the athletic schools. So, so I've never. I am forty three years old. I've never heard that. Why don't you just call it like the silly boys showdown or and something? There's a reason why no one takes Kansas. Get lamer than that. That's, that's terrible. Bob Dole's from Kansas. That's why he got beat. Mm. <laughs> Holy Trinity, nineteen ninety six election winner. Seven thirty on ABC. <laughs> the game of the week. Number five Washington unbeaten on the road, taking on number eleven Oregon State. I mentioned this in my Big X Big Bets. Beavers are a one point home favorite right now in Corvallis. Trevor, who you like? Uh, I think Oregon State. This is going to be a great game, but I think Washington. I think Washington's fixed that scare out of their system, and they're going to win. They're going to beat the Beavers. I agree with you. Like I feel very confident that Washington's going to win. I do think it's going to be a great game. Oh yeah, I think it'll be fun. I don't think they're going to blow them. Out. I just think that Michael Penix and, and this team right now. That's too good. They're just they're, they're just too good. Yeah. Uh, we get we, we're not picking it. Texas Iowa State will be a close game as well. That's eight o'clock on Fox. But I think Iowa State might pull that upset. But go on. I would love it. I would I love it. I mean, hey, then if we win, then we're jumping up a, a couple spots next week. The big show. It's the big show. Noon. Noon. ABC. ABC. Louisville and its nine and one record and its top ten ranking on the road, taking on Miami, going to a place where they have never won against the Hurricanes. Oh six and one all time. That one tie carrying a lot of weight for us. Cards with a win. 
earn a bid to the ACC championship game, also keep their slim college football playoff hopes alive. I don't feel good about this. I don't. I don't. I don't. The feel fact good about you it. don't makes me feel good. It's the it's the reverse thing. It, you know, last week against Virginia, I was like, the one thing that scares me about this game is how not scared I am. I think we're gonna beat the brakes off them. But my my gut feeling, it was so right at the beginning of the season. It's been so wrong for the last month and a half. I thought we we're gonna lose to Notre Dame. I was worried about Virginia Tech. I wasn't worried about Virginia. And all three of those times, very wrong. The one thing that's making me confident of this game is I'm terrified of this game. I don't think we're going to win. I've got a bad feeling. I'm going to say Miami 30-20. And I'm going to let you take us out on a much, much, much higher note. What's your pick here, I feel like I should mute your mic for Nobody hates me more than me. Nobody hates me more than me. But I picked it. Look, I picked us to lose to Notre Dame. We won that game. That comment was so venomous that that, that Phil Collins just kicked Mike Rutherford about a Genesis not knowing it was a different one that made such a stupid comment. Pick me up. That's I'm going to pick him. Here's the thing. We know I, I get the histories there. We're 0 and 6 and 0 and 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going down to Miami, okay? Jeff knows what's at stake here. This team understands what's at stake here. Miami can give two bleeps what's at stake here. They don't even know how Snowburger is. We do. We know the complex. We know the man. We know the myth. We know that we're on a collision course with a championship game in freaking Charlotte, people. And the only, the only constant is evitable is time. And time will be past us tomorrow at noon. We're going down there. I, I, Don't let yourself get cut off here. I'm not. I'm, oh, you yeah. got like 10, 20 seconds. Louisville rolls Miami. We get the boots. We get the cigar. We get the pipe. We're going to smoke them like we're going to smoke that pipe. My, Louisville wins 34 to 16. Hit the we ready. Let's go. We're out of here. Go cards. Beat Miami. Everybody have a fantastic weekend. Also beat Texas. And we'll see you guys Monday at 3 o'clock. Let's get it done.